yeah, they're definitely. You, 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 I mean, I mean, you just you, you, you say say what you want about desks and tables and shit like that. Sam, I'm, I'm gonna show you. I'll pull it up on this show just so everybody can see. Okay. But here we are once again. Welcome everybody to a new episode of Tech Talk Thursdays for July 14th. 2022 new graphics cards are installed i mean graphics drivers not cars because boy i can afford a lot of things but after i realized that after my vacation a couple weeks ago yeah i can't afford shit for about two three weeks so yeah yeah that was that was me two weeks ago new graphics cards. i told i told my wife so look we Look, I get paid and I'm still scraping the bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the barrel. So look, don't so ask me for like, shit. I'm pretty sure your wife looked at you like, oh, scraping the bottom of the barrel. You say, how did we get here? Uh, Your vacation, ma'am. Because you also scraping the bottom of the barrel. We both here. We live here now. Oh, wife shame. You hate to see it. <laughs> this is your vacation. <laughs> <laughs> this is, how did we get here? Who's spending habits with these? Yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turns out, not me. <laughs> <sighs> Anywho, I'm one of your hosts, Marcus Major Lane Summers. I'm joined this week in full animated form, the UI lead of Tech Talk Thursdays. That the UI right. UX lead of Tech Talk Thursdays. Kevin, Kevin, it's your boy Kev in the building. In the building, in animated Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, see, it's aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, I think this the I think this the Wakanda from uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Ooh, I think this the backdrop. I'm not sure, but I think this is it. And of course, this week we are joined by the project manager, the one who gets the designers and the engineers to talk <laughs> talk it out. Come to a better mm-hmm. understanding. Yep. Since Yak is in the building. And representing the brand because today. Hey. Because today. We finally were just kind of like, ah, yes. Mm-hmm. So just, just, just so we can bring everybody up to speed here. We were having a huge conversation just before the show about what you need for a computer setup specifically is it okay to use a like a $20 folding table that you can get from Walmart to put your $3,000 PC on or in the cost of this $3,000 PC you factor in a desk at least of course, for me, I'm like, look, I just bought a $3,000 PC. I wanted something to work. Doesn't matter what it's on. As long as it is holding it up from off of the floor specifically, you should be okay. Of course, those of us who are who, who want to be aesthetically pleasing, like Kev, said no. If you want to spend $3,000 on a PC, at least somewhere in that budget, you should budget in a desk. Which I understand, you know, some, de- I mean, like my, my L-shaped desk here costs like 180 or something like that. Like it was not very, it was not expensive. And if I'm not mistaken on 
I'm gonna say Prime Day, even though I was looking on other sites this week. Um, I saw L-shaped desk and really good gaming desk for like a hundred bucks this week. So it's not that expensive to get the desk, to get the tables. But again, I understand like in certain circumstances, look, a folding table is just gonna have to do right now. Thoughts? Mm-hmm. I I'm I'm with merge comment. <laughs> that folding table better have the most secure ledge in the world. Listen, some some there there there's somebody in the church today whose whole streaming career started with a card table. We see you out here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm saying, some sometimes I mean sometimes you got to sometimes you got to crawl before you ball, but you know. You know, sometimes that's it's it is what it it is what it is. You know, you you have to you have to fake it till you make it. We've all been there. We've all had like, you know, work on desks and whatnot. I think first ever computer desk, the family computer desk was an old like credenza <laughs> that we like had to like modify into like a computer desk before we actually had the roll top desk that we have now. For the office PC, so it was just like sometimes you just got sometimes you got to fake it until you make it. Sometimes you got to put it on the dining room table <laughs> and, and and do what you got to and do what you got to do. So I'm I'm not I'm you know I'm receptive to that. I'm not gonna say you should never. I'm always saying like desks are way too expensive, way too affordable to not have a desk and to not have a desk for your setup pre bought. You know, and sometimes you got, sometimes you might have to like, man, my desk is chewed up. Let me go get another desk or, or let me like, I can't get a, I can't get a desk right now. Let me wait till the next paycheck. And in the meantime, I'm going to put it on this uh, car table or I'm going to put it, you know, on this um, TV tray until I can do better. So sometimes, sometimes you got to, you know, crawl before your ball and in between, but at some point, get a desk. <laughs> so Kev, I just yep. dropped a image in the discord and also i put it up on the stream wow that is t those are tv tray <laughs> now no there's oh, no pc there tv tray now no there's no pc there but yeah again you do what you can do with what you have and your boy yeah. was not the balling individual he is today this was yeah. six years ago kevin is over here like Just, just a little bit, because what we're I'm getting bit, over here, a little bit, a little bit. Getting, I'm like, wow. Do you see why I'm so defensive about it? <laughs> we're getting. He had a table at least. He at least had a table. It's like I had nothing, nothing. I had two, <laughs> I had two ta- I had two TV trays and a dream. <laughs> okay. So this major right technically here, three, technically three. Journal. If you look in that bottom left corner where that laptop, you can see oh. the laptop and the hard drives. Damn, I, I actually still have those account. fucking hard drives. Uh- <laughs> they have a live journal account or a Zanga at least. Their mm-hmm. website is hosted on Angel Fire or Tripod. They Deal have. Cities. Y'all don't <laughs> understand, man. He is. 
I he is he is firmly he is firmly using Netscape. He is firmly using Netscape. <laughs> I can hear the door sounds opening and closing from the people on AIM who are logging in right now. I can Y'all, hear the yeah. MSN messenger pings. I, can I mean, li- and if and if, it, if he was really slow, he'd be using Pigeon right now. The multi protocols. <laughs> well, Pigeon's still alive and well, baby. Got hey, it installed on my Linux hey, laptop right now. Hey, yo, good? I'm talking to hey, yo. I'm talking to my AIM friends and my I, ICQ friends right now yo about to log in my yahoo as soon as i do my as soon as i remember my login i'm gonna do yahoo next let's go okay let's so go we're y'all talking about pitching but you want to know what i'm thinking about because i'm a nerd and got into really minimal browsers or things for like half a second miranda i am it was like a thing that used like 0.5 percent of your cpu at best and it was just a little window that let you chat on like five different protocols if you wanted to. It was like oh, small, yeah. not not skinnable, nothing. It was just here is a list of your friends, and here is a text box to talk to them, and that is yeah. it. That was that was like I said, that was pigeon for me. I was like, oh yo, yo, I'm about to t- yo, I'm about to talk to all my friends. I'm about to talk to my MSN friends. Y'all remember I'm about to talk to my Yahoo friends, my ICQ friends. Yo. Yeah. What is here? Y'all want to know how bad ADHD is? Wow. That is wild. That's that is a very like that's a that's a lot that's a lot of tripping hazards right there. That's a lot of tripping hazards. Again, that that see that see you you don't go over there. You don't go over there unless you really need to. Oh, that's the. Oh, yeah, that's you the, come out go. this way. You come out this way. The door no, no, is no, on the left Kevin. side of all of this, where it's actually clear. Don't worry. Unless no, you're no, not no, trying Kevin. to get to that light. Table management is for is for rich people. Oh no, no. See, see again. The t- two bulbs, right? You got this low one. All you gotta do just reach over from here, grab that low one, get, grab that low one, bring it over so you can turn on that top one. This is actually. This hold, is on. hold on. Hold on. I can't tell. I can't this is tell. Bachelor but, um, life right here. Unfortunately, I was married and with a child at this point. Um, Kaden was definitely born by this point. I would not. Well, no, no. Check. It depends. I got to check the date on this photo because it's okay. it, Tiffany was at. If Tiffany was not pregnant, she had she had Kaden by this point. Um. But yeah. Also, you can see. Look. See now. You remember I told you like. My PCs will never sit on the floor. There is one of my servers. And then there is Major Rig over here beside the TV. Both sitting on this wooden plank that used to belong to this entertainment center that I took off. Yeah, ma- major major is the major is the answer to the question of a married man would never be able to get away with that. And lit majors liver proof that a married man did get away with that. And still does. No way. And still do it. Like, well, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. This no this way that a man is married to a woman that will let him have that. And yet, major says bet. <laughs> and finessed it. I in my because this is so. This is my first house that we built. This is the first house we built. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like I had this room and another room that's off on the other side of this wall. You see how I finessed this whole floor this time, right? 
Don't nobody come up here. But again, things look oh, nicer up here. A whole than, wing. But see, things look better up here now than it did then. Mm-hmm. Because jobs yeah. happened. More disposable income happened. You, you are a changed you know man. I will. Came <laughs> wiser than you. At some point for everyone here, I will be able to like see and confirm that this is the case. There is no absolute. Because I will absolutely be giving y'all a live report and being like, could I survive being in this house? There is there is no way. There you go. Here's another one. And you see there's an Xbox One sitting on top of a PC now. There is absolutely utterly no way. And sometimes I, a microphone, look, see a microphone is mounted to a TV tray table. A webcam on a tripod. Absolutely and even then, not. two, two blue snowballs. So for when I was recording a podcast and was doing it on the Mac, but doing live streams on PC. Absolutely not. <laughs> Got my diet sun kiss down. That, yeah, like again. Okay, boy, you're taking me back to the <laughs> old days of Blue Yeti that could pick up a, like the whisper of a fan from three miles away. There was no way to do anything but turn it down to like 0.5 gain. There's a random bowl of food here. It, look, I was living a life years ago. There, there was a point where I didn't love me as much as I love me right now. I, do. I came from a long ways. The Lord has come, seen you through a lot of things. come so far from where we started from. And Look. nobody told me that the road would be easy. <laughs> me trying different setups to stream. Oh. So I'm using TeamViewer oh. from a laptop to connect oh to God. the Windows PC. Oh, wait, hold oh. on. Actually, come, come Team through TeamViewer oh, and Ventrue. Come, um, okay. Team viewer and or for those of you who are just like team viewer but professional, logmein.com. Yep. Lord, log me in. Oh, oh Bifo Tech is here now. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <sighs> log me in. So again, like we could talk about that table all day. Amachi. We could talk about that table all day. But like again, just TV <laughs> tray tables, bro. Uh, talk about, but you talk about your history. I ain't go, ju I ain't go judge you for your past, but I ain't go judge you for your past, but I'm, I'm so glad it's not where you. But yeah. again, but you see what I'm saying? Like y'all, like you were harping on this man at his table. I said, I know I what that life is like. Now, now, major, now, major went <laughs> there. Like, but for the grace of God, that would be me well, in that video. <laughs> Mm -hmm. That was that was me. I was that person. I'm saying 
That's where I used to be. Look at me. I had three trays for everything. I'm but, just but, saying, for, but, but for God. I'm just saying. I'm a changed man. I'm just saying. This is this is almost like the almost the equivalent of like a Peter Popoff or like a a, a camp meeting. Talk about I oh, used to be I used to I used to have three TV trays to do anything. And then I used the miracle spring water. And now I have three computers, two desks, a whole wing to myself. Thank you, God. <laughs> Oh my god. I can't stand you because of that specific reference. God. Oh man. Oh you know, I'm a, a I, child, that's what, I'm a CK. I'm a I'm a I'm a church kid. I know all about I know them all. I know them all. I know them all. <laughs> yeah, get you like order you a couple of vials of this anointed water because I know some of y'all are going down to this pandemic and y'all gonna need it. And a little, and a literal prayer cloth, which is like an eyeglass clean. <laughs> now see, look, see, look how I at least attempted to clean it up at one point. Oh gosh! I think since then I bought a desk. Um, yeah, see, I remember now. See, I'm starting to remember that part. Like it was like, okay, at least I remember you had like the desk in front of like the green screen cloth, and I was like, okay, I see that. But you had a desk. And that's why I was like, all right, I see it now. <laughs> see that? See? I now, see? Now, that, see? Now, you see this table here? Told you. I eventually got that. I eventually got that folding table. That was my workstation. Wow. That was where I was building PCs and stuff. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to see if oh, I yeah, can find what? it. If I can find one. Oh, with yeah. That's, what, that's why I use, that's what, I, yeah, I use it. Yeah, I use a folding desk to build my PCs. Yeah. Yeah, so because I don't have I don't have like workshop I don't have like a workshop like setup where I build PCs. Plus, I don't build PCs that often anyway. So, uh, oh, so this is just a way for me to sneak do... in baby photos. So don't mind me. Yeah, yeah. baby, baby boy. Not major taking us to C slash Windows slash Major Linux slash photos. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm trying I'm trying to find there's like the, the deep cuts. At one point where I switched from using a desk to um I mean switch yeah, from using the table to a desk, but I don't remember yeah, when that happened. Hold on, is that you in a fedora? Probably not you not you being a neckbeard major. Stop it. I mean well, I mean red hats. Well, it's red hat. Okay. Um all right, this is when I started building the first iteration of Major Rig, but I don't, yeah, I don't think there is any more of me using the wild, that wild um, tray table setup before I bought the desk. Pause. Scroll down. Oh, you, oh, no. this. No, that's, yeah. um, that, that's uh, Marcus Holloway from Watch Dogs 2. Yeah, that's that that's not me. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I wish it was though. Dude, it's cool. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, I don't think I have any more of that specific setup anymore. 
Uh, yeah, because this is when I bought the deck. Yeah, so I built my first desk for the um, gaming PC. Um, and that was because, so for what, all right, so let me explain. So I'll go ahead and explain that. And I guess we can do some intros because we got some stuff to get into. Um, We need to talk about this setup right here because that setup tells me that there were priorities and those priorities were, I have to be able to sit here for a while and be comfortable. So the... So the story behind all those de- all the tray tables and that setup mm-hmm. was I was reluctant to switch from console to PC gaming. And I was like, if I'm going to play PC, yeah, I P, for me at the time back in 2015, 2016, PCs were work machines. They were not gaming machines. So yes, I was one of the folks that I now poke fun at. Um, I'm looking at you like, hmm? Yeah. Look, your boy has changed over the years. My wife also pointed out today that the Marcus that she met 12 years ago would be in shock at how much I use Mac products now. So, yes, I grow and evolve. Um, so, when I built the PC, I built it. So, the main display of the PC then was the TV. That's why, like, for one, you very rarely saw, except for those couple of pictures where I did show it right next to the TV, the PC's main display was my TV. And I just had the tray, sorry, the tray table was there for a keyboard and mouse. If I wanted to try streaming, I could set up a laptop or a tablet there. And it just evolved. Then I took the TV. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, I bought, the, no, I, ultimately, no, I got tired of those TV tray tables. So I bought the desk and a chair for, um, and I built it, whatever. But I still kept the TV, um, the, the computer hooked up to the TV. I then took oh, the no. TV to a convention, but did not want to sit there and unhook the TV because it was in the middle of the week. I did not want to unhook the TV take it with me to um, like an hour down the road and then bring it back for like two or three days. So I just left it at the convention center and went home. But I wanted to play games on my PC while I was gone. By that time, I fell in love with PC games. So then I took my monitors, put them on the desk and started playing the PC like you were supposed to. And was like, oh shit, this is, this was the right... When I bought the TV back home, it sat behind, it, like, it sat in our kitchen for the longest time. I never bought it back upstairs because I gotten so used to computer monitors in like those two days that my TV was in another city. It was like, yeah, fuck it. I don't need this TV anymore. I did not have a TV set up in my office slash studio space until we moved. And then that's when I was able to get it mounted. Um, okay. And like, yeah, when I realized I wasn't watching TV like that, I was like, yeah, fuck it. We really don't need cable anymore. So yeah, when we moved, I never ordered cable. Just like bring the internet. Just just bring me internet. We will figure it out from there. Uh, so yeah, like 
those TV tray tables were set up because I was trying to still play my PC like a console. And then okay. over time, it just evolved into... I want to use this more as a PC. I am now editing video on it. I am doing other things. Because I had an old i5 uh, MacBook Pro, like before they switched to USB-C. So that was starting to get a little slow. So I was like, you know what? No, I want to use my PC more. It is infinitely more powerful than my Mac now. Um... So yeah, that got me getting a desk, like a proper desk set up. And then, yeah, it just slowly evolved into, yeah, I just need proper, I need a proper PC setup. But yeah, it took time. And it's that thing where again, going back to the table, it's like, yeah, I get it. I kind of do. If it wasn't for the fact that, you know, I had a little bit of extra money one day, I probably wouldn't have never gotten the desk. I would have settled for a folding table. I mean, and then too, like, strictly speaking, I had a gaming PC with the GTX 1080 that I owned in that, in that condition. So, I mean, I, I don't know what day. Well, no, no, I said, no, I had an RX 480. I forgot if, cause if, 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 if I had the GTX 1080, it was before the first crypto rush which was mm-hmm. 2017. I got it in December of 2017. By that time, mm-hmm. and I also remember putting my PC on that folding table for my workbench. So yeah, I've I, I've since had that desk because that table didn't come in until after the desk was bought in. Um, right. When I was looking for more places to put things um, and also try to build PCs on. So yeah. Like, again, like, it's a thing of, like, I, I get it. I, I get the table. Like, I, I get it. So, yes. Anything else we want to talk about? I, I feel like we could catch up, but we took a we took a different road today. <laughs> Maybe sometimes, y'all just have, sometimes y'all just have to take the journey with us. That, that was, the it podcast was nice. comes with people who yeah. have been through some yeah. things. It, it, yeah. it was nice. I, I was again like I don't mind sharing that stuff too. And again, like, if anything, I'm hoping like it does serve as inspiration for somebody else who is getting into streaming or you know who are like like oh I don't know if I want to get this PC like my actual desk setup is trash. All I got is this dining room table. Like who gives a shit, man? Buy that balling ass PC, put it on your kitchen table, and motherfucker, motherfucking shoot some motherfuckers in some damn Call of Duty. I don't give a shit. You killed I'm me. That's saying, all that matters. Tabitha Brown started in her kitchen, so. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, do you? Yeah, sometimes you got to crawl before the ball. Yeah, like, I mean, like my pursuit, I'm not going to say like it's a pursuit of perfection, but again, like a lot of the stuff I've been doing, studying, and trying to implement on streams have been through these hacky-ass ways that I have documented through pictures. And even then, like, it still goes through I'm, I'm still going through those iterations now. Whereas, like, I know what it was. I know what it was like for me in 2015, 2016 to try to get shit working. Sure, I got, I, I got money. I can probably buy the solution, but it's a, a thing for me to still try to build it out. That way I can t- to tell somebody, hey, this is really what you need. You don't need to sit there and buy all this heavy shit. 
Like, look, if you can get a few USB cables, two microphones, and an Ethernet switch, do it. Mm-hmm. The land parts will be amazing. Podcast will be great. Like I actually, like I wrote a document on how to sit there and podcast on Linux. It don't matter now because it, the tools have gotten a lot easier, but like, I remember having to run fucking commands in a terminal just to be able to get audio working correctly to record a podcast on a Google Hangout. Hello, I'm one of those folks stuck with a folding table, but the PC is off the ground at least. That's all we ask. Just make sure there's just a nice little air, air little, like just make sure your airflow is good. That's all we ask. Mm-hmm. And that your AIO is turned in the right direction. Oh, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> all right, let's get into some, to some let's get into some tech nugs today. It is a major heavy day. We've got some um Twitter news, we've got some Instagram news. And believe and and put I'm 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 just tease this a little bit for you. For two shows straight, Twitch has done the right thing when it comes to their creators. Will they go for a third straight week of good news for content creators? We'll find out later this evening, but let's get to the news. Of course, it's been all over the the wire. Elon Musk wants to back out of his Twitter deal. Ha ha. <laughs> but not some, today, Satan. Some somebody play the curb Kirby enthusiasm music. <laughs> Again, for me, I'm still trying to figure out why. We already knew. I already knew it. No, like dude is doing it for the fucking me, man. For the loves. Yeah. Owning the libs. No, just. It's not going to go the way he thinks, though, I think. In what way? Well, we were talking about this in the discord, but I decided today, like here, here's how y'all know it's real. You know how sometimes I just come to the show and I just have nothing but the insight that I have on the spot vibes? That wasn't this week. This week, I read the notes prior to this and I scanned that list to see if there were any big topics I wanted to have extra words about. So Elon, here's the thing about Twitter and Elon. They decided to have all of their arbitration happen in Delaware. And Delaware has a place called, uh, like, uh, has a court known as the Delaware Chancery Code uh, Court run by five justices who arbitrate between company things like this. And people specifically go to that court for, hey, this company had a big trade or an acquisition and one of the parties tried to back out. And in a majority of their cases, they rule that whoever tried to acquire things has to go through with the rest of that process. In one case, for example, Tyson, the chicken company, um, tried to back out of a deal with a with another distributor, and the court was like, um, "Nah, you're gonna like as a they acquired the uh, a company called IBP, but then tried to back out of the acquisition. 
and um, the court was just like, oh, that sounds like buyer's reward. Sucks for you. Finish that acquisition. Okay, thanks. Bye. Um, in another case for a chemical company with Hexion and Huntsman, they were just like, hey, Hexion, I know that you wanted to get out of that acquisition or whatever, but um, run these people their coin and finish that acquisition. Okay, thanks. The only time that someone got out of one was because there was an immediate drop in value as soon as the ink was dry and they were just like, this was clearly foul play. So I'm just saying, considering that this is the court that this is likely going to go to and the person who was on Twitter going, I think Twitter's just going to see this through happens to be the chairman of Twitter. I think the court's going to read all of this stuff and everything that Elon was popping off about for the memes and went, oh, well, you're going to learn today about that memeing. That being said, I don't know if it's, it's one of the times that I hope the court is merciful because it's one of those, I want someone to smack the shit out of Elon and be like, knock that shit off and stop fucking around. But also, I kind of don't want it to be on this platform, especially when a number of people have already been like, oh, well, this person is not getting the plat. If Elon doesn't win the platform, I'm literally going to close my account. And the people who are doing this are people who are um, like hardcore um, just against basic human rights for most people. Like those people are the kind of people who are just like, well, I mean, if Elon doesn't acquire Twitter, I'm leaving the platform. And I'm just like, good, please leave. So, dear Delaware, make Elon sweat a little bit, but please just let just let him go somewhere else. If anything, you should rule that he needs to remove himself from the platform entirely. But, so, so my question with this is, when the one company was able to walk away, I... Did that company have to do anything or was like, all right, no. No, they were just like, the court was just like, the, the court just sees a lot of cases where people, like big companies try to get out of acquisition. The one that the court ruled in favor of breaking the acquisition was in a case where the second, where the company that was being acquired had a, like, it would, it would have been the equivalent of like, like a, like basically a crypto rug pull, where they were just like, Oh, you, the moment that they bought the company, your value just dropped dramatically, like, like hundreds of thousands of dollars almost overnight. Mm, okay. Y'all were doing something shady over here for that to be the case. The moment y'all get acquired. No, we're not gonna, we're not gonna make you uphold that. So my question is. And yeah, so, um, yeah, here it is. Twitter suing Elon Musk. My thing is, if they, if he is found in breach of contract, what I'm understanding is that he would then have to pay. Yeah. So, Musk Alicia offered to purchase Twitter for $54.20 per share in April, and Twitter accepted the offer. The deal is worth $44 billion, though Musk and Twitter could settle and call off the purchase of Musk pays a $1 billion plus dollar fine, and Twitter accepts. That's it. So, in the cases that went through where the acquisitions were fired, it was for things like this. The Hexion case, right? 
uh, Hexion versus Huntsman. It's in the article that you were, well, no, it isn't. I went and looked up the Delaware Chancery Court to see who they were. That's how I found that out. Um, in the case of Hexion, there was one of those. So you put up this acquisition under really particular conditions, and then you did things that you knew were in violation of your acquisition conditions to try to get out of it. No, you're going to go ahead and run them that money anyway. And that's why I'm just like, Elon is in trouble here if that's the kind of precedent this court has. For but being like, my question is, which money? So the 44 or the 1 billion plus? So I think that part for the 44 or the 1 billion plus is going to be up to what Twitter is suing for. Because... In the cases that I'm describing, the case wasn't that people were trying to sell out of court. They were trying to go, this company needs to just go through with this transition and run us the money for that. So it's an either going to be a case of, hey, Elon, listen, you can run us this money real quick and we don't even have to take it there. But if we take it there, you're running us this, you're running us what you agreed to for this acquisition. Although, what is it? What it was it? Forty-four million versus a billion dollars? Yeah. So forty-four to acquire a billion to back out. You know, I have to say, it's almost like they're. It's almost like they're trying to push things in a way that make Elon actually have to acquire this company. Mm-hmm. basically mean like buy you know put up or shut up you so get, yeah you it seems like, them it's like no we don't want the billion we want the 44 not even because the thing is it's not just like the 44 billion it's like the 44 billion and because i'm assuming that the 44 billion means elon is going to actually own twitter after that purchase is made right so i think the issue there isn't it is the amount of money question mark, but it's also an ownership thing because from a million to a billion is like what a, a factor of a thousand or whatever. So we're looking at they're asking for this man to pay nine hundred and something million more to back out of this contract. Twitter, what are you doing with that? We already know that you're already dealing with things like not having enough users on the platform and being concerned about like the platform profitability long term and all this other stuff. And I have to wonder if that's what they're going to try to get out of him, because it's either you're going to give us the money that we need to pad things up until this company becomes profitable and we can find someone else to acquire it. Or you're going to buy it, like you said, and we can just leave and whatever happens happens because we don't own it anymore. Because I feel like they wouldn't have really given him, and I'm putting this in a quote here, they wouldn't have given him an option B if they were just like, no, we're going to take you to court to make you do what you said. So it's either 
like why give him the extra like option to settle even if it's for a billion dollars which is like way more than he would have had to spend if he like just bought the company or whatever what are, what are we doing here wait what is way more than if he had to buy the company backing out no didn't you say it's like 44 million versus a billion 44 billion versus a billion 44 billion dollars right versus yeah, a pay for it. it would make more sense for him to act like he was going That's to actually. buy it than just spend a billion to get out of it oh okay like that's why i kept asking because no like, i asked like the thing is i asked if it was 44 million at first and we were just like yeah and i'm like oh okay. i'm sorry i thought well, i heard you say billion excuse me i'm sorry that's that's on me um okay yeah the so deal is no, worth no. 44 billion oh okay well that just completely changes that whole run of logic i've made because if it's billions like one to 44 twitter is kind of like basically that's a billion dollars as a slap on the hand for wasting their time they just said like give us our money and go mm -hmm. yes yeah, so i'm wondering yeah. if because if they take it to this court this court is going to make him run like is going to make him run them all 44 billion of those dollars right so it it really it really comes down to is do they want to like because go that route when they could just the easily thing. get their one bill and then just be like, we still own the company. And won't miss it because here's the other thing too. Elon doesn't want to answer. There are questions I know that Elon's not going to want to answer that the that they're going to ask. For example, if they come to right. this court and they open that case, which it would be September the 19th when it ha when the whole thing goes live and they start arbitrating. If they mm -hmm. go to that case and the first thing that they say is, well, they told you you had to do a background check and you decided to decline that background check. Mm -hmm. What was the reason for that? Right. You better run him oh. that one. You better run that one billion dollars because I don't. I know you don't right. want to answer that but question. But see, that's the thing. But I see, don't think there's an issue with him doing the one billion. I'm pretty sure right. like that was his whole thing. Right. I will give you one billion dollars. Just leave me the fuck alone. And Twitter is like, no, we want the forty four. Right. We want you to buy it. Wait. So hold on for a moment. We want you to buy yeah. it the because you promised to buy it and meet our price. So the op so what we're talking about here that one billion wasn't an optional offer that Twitter provided. It was an option that Elon said, "I'm going to give you one billion instead of forty four. The deal is worth forty four billion dollars. Though Musk and Twitter could settle and call off the purchase if Musk pays a one billion dollar or one plus billion dollar fine, right? And Twitter accepts. Who? Right. Okay. No. Like no. The question is." Who created those terms? That's the question. Okay. I'm assuming because I'm, that's I'm on assuming the hand of, Twitter. I'm assuming because, Twitter made that. Or Twitter lawyer did. I was also assuming that, but the way that Major just said the thing is making me go, hmm. Right. Yeah, because I'm reading what Mur I'm reading what Merge says is is isn't he like like Mert says? Isn't he trying to get out of the paying the one billion because he said that Twitter had lied about the bots? So, so he's just I trying to get Twitter, out of the whole thing. Oh, so you said like, trying to get the whole to, thing. Period. He's like, trying I'm to not paying you forty four. I'm thing. not paying you a billion. Like I said, I would have right. given you forty four billion if this was true. I really want to buy it, but because you lied to me, 
you are in breach of contract. I'm not even, I don't even have to give you the billion. So then right. that makes that last sentence I read make more sense. Of, right. Okay. So it's like Twitter saying like, all right, we're suing you because you don't want to buy us, but mm-hmm. you could pay us $1 billion and we'll let you go on about your business. Right. And then apparently he came back with, well, y'all lied about the boss that you have. So I don't feel like I should have to pay you that either. Yep. Okay. And yeah, if that's the like, case, then yeah, they're just like, Elon, what you don't want to do is have us do what you agreed to and appeal this in the courts of Delaware. You don't right. want that. Because because that because that'd be like you promised to pay you the court would be like, Hey, you promised to pay him forty bit you know, or forty four billion dollars. Because and so you gotta court, either pay them forty four billion dollars. Because what's you, gonna you happen gotta in buy. that courtroom? Is going to be well. They have bots. Well, okay, but unless your contract specifies, unless your agreement with them specifies that there would be absolutely no bots on the platform, and you already right. bought Twitter knowing that the bots were there, like you are right. Users. It's not like you're a new user to the platform. Right. You didn't just make an account. You've had an account this, forever. You know that bots this, are out here. So this was that as. To, oh. Sorry. Go no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. finish I was going answer. to say, if you're going to do that and then try to back out of it because of something you already knew was on a platform because you have been a user for multiple years at this point, homie. Well, it's you not. You don't run these people. They're they're forty four billion dollars. It's not the fact that there are bots on the platform. It's the amount. It's how many bots per user. Right, but see that's, but see that also has to be in the contract too. Like that has that has to be in the contract too because it's a as it, because he was buying he's buying Twitter as a as is sale, you know he wasn't be like hey I right, I'm willing to meet I'm willing to meet your price of forty four billion forty four billion but you gotta prom but you gotta make sure that there are only X amount of bots on this platform otherwise we walk you know. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, because I'm, I'm feeling that's what's going to happen is the court's going to go over there and they're going to hear that case and go, that's understandable. But also, if that's not what you agreed to before you decided to say, I'm going to pay you this money, then you're going to have to pay them this money and deal with that right. problem on your own. Right. Or you could oh. just or it's basically like the equivalent of you can either you can either pay this one billion feet, one billion penalty and, and walk and go about your merry way trolling people on the platform by the way i think they should take his check mark away but that's on me uh number two or we take you to court in delaware and you gotta pay us though and you gotta pay us 44 billion and you know you take this thing off our hand you take this hot potato off our hands either way you gonna pay us and it's gonna be you gonna pay us either way because you because you didn't stipulate Oh, this, that, and the third and bots, and you didn't, you know, you didn't let your lawyers know. You pretty much let you let it be known on Twitter. So, this is smacking a bit of what they call like to call fruit of the poisonous tree. So, kind of played yourself. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Me, I think me, I don't think my man had that forty-four billion. I don't think he did. <laughs> No, he financed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said he did not have like he like none of that shit's liquid. 
um, but he, like he was able yeah. to finance said, that. Oh yeah, you said the word finance. I mean, but when somebody's making an acquisition, it, it's it's having to go through a bank. Nobody has that much liquid cash on them. Microsoft. Even they don't have that shit liquid. But all that's going through it, banks and that, that was, SEC that was and shit. No, wait, no. Out. Well, Microsoft maybe. I now that I think about, I think I Apple say. has that cash. Yeah, my Apple has that cash. Microsoft has that cash. Not many people have that cash, but there's something to do. Yeah, <laughs> you he, know, I, yeah, he definitely did not. He did not have that cash. <laughs> He's and so good. he's financing he's it. Good. Like he's technically good for it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. He ain't that he ain't that liquid. Right. Plus, that's gonna plus plus it's gonna open up the SEC. SEC's gonna be like, hey, we need to have a talk with you uh, about that. That's gonna ask a whole lot of questions. And the one thing that we have already known that a lot a lot of times is billionaires do not like to answer a lot of questions. No. They don't like a lot of questions. They really don't. So when it's like, you know, when the jokes starts being, when the jokes and the lulls start being serious, serious, it's like, oh, well, Twitter lied about the amount of bots that was on the platform. Ergo, I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. So we walk. Yeah. Part of me wonders. And I still felt like it was more for the lulls than anything else because uh, he owned the libs. But another thing, too, is like, did shit hit the fan in a way towards it? Oh, shit, I really can't do this. Like, it would have been funny and it's going to be funny either way because, you know, I got so many dipshits so far up my fucking ass that I can literally say anything and they will believe me and I will always have the right narrative. Right, because even if he has or, to pay, even if he has to pay the bill, he's still like, even if he has to pay the bill, he's still like, I paid that bill, but I show Twitter. You know. Like, I mean, you obviously own the shit into you you obviously own the shit into things when Trump is even fucking bad at your ass. <sighs> but see that's well, see that was well, see that was Trump's fault for for putting all his faith in the man, who was who was just a bigger bullshit artist than he was as as he was. You can't you can't believe a bullshitter when you a bullshitter, man. You can't do it. <laughs> but um, you should you should know better, like man. Trouble to me, yeah. Trouble, trouble. <laughs> Maybe they'll just eat each other, and we can just get on with our lives. Mm. If if only. But in good Twitter news, a new feature was announced, was um dropped. Excuse me. Twitter and new- good features? I know. Twitter's new unmentioned feature lets you actually exclude yourself from the narrative. So, you know, and this would have been really big back in the day when Follow Friday was at its, it was at its peak. The first oh, or God. the second time. Um, this feature will allow you to, if you happen to be wrapped up in a conversation that no longer involves you, you can remove yourself instead of asking, Hey, can you just start a new thread without me, please? 
You can just say, excuse me, this is no longer for me, and just walk the fuck away. You can leave the iMessage conversation. You can leave the group text. Mm-hmm. So it's different from muting it because of the fact that you're still not being tagged in it. Like you're just now just removing yourself. People are able to so have the conversation without you having to mute, without you still being attached to it. Mm-hmm. You basically could just, just be like, yourself. oh, this ain't got nothing to me. Just like, it's like you get up and grab the coats and, and, and you just be like, I'm out. I'm out of the conversation. Sheila, let's go. Christina, the bags. Christina, get the coats. Um, I'm out so it takes your, your name out of the complete. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Because like if you mute it, you're still a part of that conversation. You just don't get oh, yeah. notified of it. Right. But with this one, you take yourself out completely. You ain't got nothing to do with this. Just they can keep on over there. You are here. Right. Especially if you especially when it's like, hey Basically, guys. Basically untag me before you say something embarrassing. No, you know what? I'll do it myself. There you go. Oh no, I don't want to be a part of this. Untag. Because <laughs> at least with mute, you can unmute it if you want to get back into it. Right. It's more or less like, hey, the mute feature, the mute the conversation feature was like, hey, if this is just going off too much while you while you need your phone to be silent for now, and then you can unmute it to get back into that conversation. But people were using it to leave the conversation was like, okay, well now we'll just give you the option to leave. We see what people were using this for. We don't want you to use it that way. So we'll actually create the feature you're looking for while preserving the act while still preserving the original feature that you were using. Mm-hmm. And again, that's another bucket for me. It was like, yes. Give me the literal thing I'm asking for. Not this other hack, which is, Ironic because that's what I do. I, I tend to remix and hack things instead of actually just getting the thing that would totally solve the problem. Instead of buying a table, I use TV tray tables. <laughs> Not anymore, though. Not anymore. You're, you're I mean, in, you're in a better place now. Which is, you know what? I was about to say that. Well, that I do still use the TV tray table, but you're right. I don't. I have since replaced the TV tray table with another desk that does not go with anything here because it is fucking teal as shit. It is like one of the brightest things that is not a light in here. Like, hold on. Does it show up better? Well, it barely does. Yeah. So if you look here, this, this very, very teal desk that does not, aesthetically fit in with anything else in this room or this floor. This is my wife's old um, desk. And I was like, we were like, what are we going to do with it? I was like, yeah, I'm just going to take this and bring it upstairs. (laughs) Um, But she is actually the one who inspired me to get an L-shaped desk because she wanted one. I was like, damn, I want one. For now, we've got TikTok. They are announcing um, a launch of hashtag content filters and new safety tools. You can now filter our videos 
based off of them hashtags. He's like, I don't care to see videos that have these hashtags. I feel like you missed about half that article, though. They did. I'm getting to the second half. Okay. Um. Oh, actually, no, that was the second half. Um, initially, TikTok says trust safety managers will assign the scores. Oh, well, actually, oops, skip the paragraph. While adult content is banned on the platform, TikTok says some content in the app may contain, quote, mature or complex themes that may reflect personal experiences or real world events that are intended for older audiences, end quote. Content levels is designed to classify such content and assign it to a mature school maturity score, which will keep it from being seen by users aged 13 to 17. Um, so I'm curious about what the end result of that particular change is going to be, because I can see that being both a good thing and a not so good thing. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, with marriage. Yeah. So essentially they're, they're saying like, Hey, there are some things that maybe we don't want our younger audience to see. So we're just going to try to level that up a bit. Kind of like, cause I think so, like they compared, um, yeah, they were, in its finished version, the system will ultimately allow creators to classify their content similar to the way movies, TV shows, and video games use age ratings. Like that's what they're getting to. Well, I mean, I see that, that's but also is. you have to also look at things where it's very interesting the age range that they reference for the people that they're trying to block from that content because there are also a lot of people in that age bracket that are making the kind of content they're talking about on that platform. Yep. So that's why I was asking me about my be, age the other day. So it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. For example, people talking about issues with things like them going to school and dealing with either bullying or whatever because, for example, they're LGBTQ or because racism or all this other stuff and talking about those things in a very real way because those are their life experiences. How do you classify that stuff? Because that's not for older people. That's people like, hey, I'm in middle school and this is happening and we need to address this. It's bad. It shouldn't be happening. What do we do with that? I don't know if TikTok has thought about that yet. So it's kind of interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out when they finally have to deal with it. Well, normally when it comes to age ranges and social media, the only thing that seems like anybody would ever be thinking about is sexually explicit content. Or something with like very, very hard themes, like if there's something like suicide or something like that. It's very rare, like it's very rare that it's racism. Um, I can see how sexuality and identity will fall into the sex thing and then like hearing somebody's experience about how, like how they are a part of the LGBTQ community. And then that, like in how it's like, Hey, almost like the, it gets better campaign for however, like for however good or bad that was, I don't know. Cause again, was not in that space, but for however good or bad that campaign was, it allow, I, I still say ultimately like it was allowed to have younger people kind of see themselves in the narrative. And for whatever that looks like now, with it being on TikTok, there are a lot of people who may be older who are talking about their lived experiences being in that marginalized group, all of a sudden being age gated out of 13 to 17 to where they know to where these young impressive teenagers who are trying to 
either find themselves or try to, you know, geez, I keep hitting my mic here. Um, or try to say, like, all right, will, will things get better? Like, they no longer have access to that content anymore because, like, oh, no, this is sex. We should, this is 18 plus. You know, it's, it's very, anytime someone puts limitations around, like, not people who are doing, like, awful things, right? Like, we know how we feel about those things, but people who are talking about, like, real world issues and things like that, and there is always a gray line whenever they say real world issues for things because it's kind of like how far are we going with that before it becomes invisible to people and so that is a concern not something i'm necessarily against at this moment but it's one of those i'm very interested to see what that's going to look like about three months into them implementing that gating feature well it's not going to be great Especially because there are a number of creators on the platform whose whole content revolves around exp- like expressing those things or talking about those very important subjects with humor, but talking about those very important things. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, then there's the other thing too about, you know, being able to curate your for you page and what you see on TikTok based off of hashtags. Um, like Merge saying, looks like I can ignore all the movie spoiler hashtags. For me, it's like, I want to see what I can do if I start filtering out content that is using like Tide Pod Challenge or like Fenty Bag Giveaway on a video about a stream deck. Uh, the random hashtags. Thank you. Yes, those like yeah. we were like they're trying to get onto these popular to get as much exposure as they can. Like, you know what? No, fuck you. I hate that because you've now mm-hmm. just littered the bottom of my screen with all these random ass hashtags that I do not fucking care about. It, and if and your like- important bit, if like if you feel like your if if it it, it kind of goes back to a tweet I a couple of tweets I made earlier this week about people who think they understand how the algorithm works as if all of a sudden this random person who does, who fucking bags groceries at food lion became a computer scientist overnight because they have a decent following on Instagram and they think that they can tell you how Facebook wrote their algorithms to, to surface content. Mm-hmm. That's not how this works. If it would, if if there was enough time for you to write a blog post or shoot a Instagram reel explaining how the algorithm works, they have since changed it mm-hmm. to where whatever and you are telling me is no longer accurate. Right, and the confines of shat of the confines of shadow banning, which like, again has been shadow banned, which is a weird thing because like. And I guess I would need to know what the definition of a shadow ban is because it almost seems like a shadow ban, when I hear it, it's almost like somebody deliberately doing it. it when it's, it's basically, yeah, it's basically when you're not banned off the platform where you're still able to make views and make things, whatever. But it's the algorithm working against you as opposed to instead of like pushing your content up, the algorithm supposedly pushes your content, buries you 
on top of other people's content. Which again, I, I would right. say that that's bullshit. I, yeah, well, I don't agree with that. It's I not. It, it, it's shadow banning. I'm sorry. Is, go ahead. I think. Well, the the only understanding I have of shadow banning is not necessarily rooted in algorithm, but basically. If you do certain things that are in violation of the policies of the platform, no. they have things that they implement that limit the reach of your content to other people. So it'll be things like you'll post something, but only half of the amount of people that you uh, that normally see it do. Now, Which again, I would is, say is bullshit. You would you would say that, but then there's also things like where I've seen people go, "I'm used to seeing you on my timeline every day," then haven't seen you for a week. Then, like, two weeks later, you appear and you're just like, yep, I was in Twitter jail or what have you. I don't know if it's an algorithm-based thing, but I think that's a thing that a platform does. I don't think people understand how it works. Right. So, again, why I'm saying it's bullshit is they're not using, like, algorithm is not there to sit there and bring it down. Right. As multiple people have, like, again, their research papers, and, again, even the fucking developers of these platforms tell you, it is to push engagement of other things. It is the thing where if I feed in enough of the data into Instagram, um, not Instagram, but TikTok, because that is literally the only platform to where I allow random shit to show up. Right. If I feed enough of my likes and dislikes into um, TikTok, it will then, like, yeah, over time, it will start showing me some of the same stuff from the same people. But at a certain point, it's like, okay, we know you saw a whole bunch of these folks. What if we, like, we compared you to somebody else. They like this stuff. Maybe you will like it too. Let's bring some of that stuff over. Mm-hmm. It's a thing it's of, like, as more and more people get on the platform and start creating content, it's going to be, again, it's like Twitch. If there are more people on this platform streaming and creating content, it's going to be harder for you to get your your voice out there on a random thing. It's a thing of like instead of focusing on it's a thing where like I look at it like this because on Twitch, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram, and even on TikTok when I'm not on my for you page, the things that I check are the people or the, the people that I see are the people I am following. I don't mm-hmm. do random shit. I have no have no need for that. I follow specific people to get specific things, and then I am done. Tick again, mm-hmm. TikTok is the only one that I don't do that. And even then, their algorithm is good enough to where I don't even follow people. I don't follow as many people on TikTok because I know that every so often I'm going to see one of my favorite creators on the for you page whether i follow them or not Mm -hmm. so again it's not a thing of these algorithms are pulling people down it's the fact that i don't know they just want to show me something different you just won't own and popping today you had enough of the sunlight you had enough engagement that sure let you ride a couple of videos but okay, that's enough. There are more people here. We need to give them time too. I think it's that, but not just that because of stuff like what Jerry Bunn is talking about here because have seen like people go, how did this happen with all of the stuff that she's just described? Now, yeah, now I've seen the, com- now I have seen the common stuff. 
Now, again, I, I ain't got no answer for that. I've got, well, I do, but again, it, it's, it's a thing of like, I can see that needle going towards apologist levels again. So it's like, I can give, you know, system administrator, oh no, platform broke and thing. But I, I, mm-hmm. I understand, I've seen those examples. Yeah. So oh, I like, think, yeah, platform definitely breaks. But I mean, it's, yeah, let's not talk about platforms that broke. Two of them broke today. <laughs> because there's, yeah. there are, well, I think at the, at the part that I hate about talking about this stuff with these things are we already know you, everybody here, everybody listening, because I know that y'all are in tech. Y'all know that there are, in fact, some forms of artificial intelligence, which powers things like algorithms and mm-hmm. all this other stuff that are very much the kind of stuff where it'll just surface things or do things or handle things that are pro certain things or anti certain things due to engagement. But the only people who really see them are people who like most of the people who see those kinds of things end mm-hmm. up unfortunately being marginalized people. And so it leads to weird things like this, where I tell you, Hey, I don't think the things that I'm doing, which normally have X amount of reach are having X amount of reach. I don't, I haven't done anything major or different. I didn't change anything. I don't know what's happening here. And it leads to this weird thing where, where you talk to people, they're just like, are you sure you're not just seeing things? And you're just like, no, I'm not. Here's a comparison of things. And so you have like tons of people who just do weird things like comparing what happens when you type in certain keywords, what happens when you do certain searches, what happens when you do like search for, a like if you search for, beautiful women on Google versus beautiful black women on Google. Like it's, it's like, now, yeah, like th- then I will say, yeah, like of course with AI, especially when it comes to search engines. Yeah. It's, it's right. a thing. It, it's the thing of yeah. you only, you only get out what you put in. Right. I just, it, I just don't think that we're at the, I don't think we're at like the Viva Rock Vegas part of, of the Flint the Flintstones be rock babies where we basically pulling a giant switch and it went, goes from win to lose and then the platform just like stops you well, know yeah I mean but there people. is some bias but I, in these yeah there is bias in these neural there. networks oh. because of the because yeah. of who's building them mm-hmm. and that that part right there is I That's think when inherent what, bias comes up I think it's the the bias of what's being built that then feeds into experiences like the one that Jerry Bunn's talking about. And in the middle of mm-hmm. that is this big gray area where people just know the rules have changed or things are not working and I'm not sure why. I just know that I'm on the short end of the stick for this experience right now. And see, and like I would agree, but then it's that same point too where I see not necessarily black folks getting that short into the stick. Like there are definitely white folks who will say the same thing. So it's like, Oh, I mean, I'm absolutely all... not saying it's just them, yeah. but like mm-hmm. it also happens. It happens a lot. Yeah. And I think it's one of those, it's a difference between us understanding it happens, but we're not sure why it happens versus people who just go, the thing that you're talking about is not a thing that happens. It's not real. And yeah. that, that distinction is important. Mm-hmm. That and it's part. like yeah, like it's not me sitting there trying to gas like folks to sit to say that oh, like it's not real, like you're not being shadow banned, like it's, right. it's, no, it's not that. What I'm saying is like you're one, 
I think shadow the concept of shadow banning is bullshit, but there are other things that are contributing. You are not wrong in which, yeah, all of a sudden you drop off, but it's not because you're being shadow banned. It's because of, again, the neural network biases. It's just the fact that maybe the algorithm just wants your friend that day. Right. And sometimes it's the thing where I tell people, especially like when Twitter allowed me to lock in um, chronological tweets again, or the fact that TweetDeck is a thing, uh, the fact that Instagram finally bought chronological posting back, the fact that you do have a friends feature um, and you do have a following um, tab in TikTok, use that shit. If you are not seeing your favorite creators surface, switch it to chronological. Get off of the fucking algorithm. Well, follow your follow your creators. Get off the algorithm. That way, you are sure to get that stuff on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the channels you watch on Twitch. Make sure you subscribe or make sure you follow those content creators. Turn on the I bell, think, you get notified. I think some of that is where you're talking from the standpoint of a person who's just like, hey, I'm not seeing the people that I like um, on my For You page. But the other side of that is, hey, let's say that I'm your fave. Like, you know, if whatever. It's also, I'm used to seeing Major over here a lot. I don't see Major right now. What happened? Because I'm assuming if you're if you're like subscribing, following, or whatever, that means that this is content that you wanted to see more often. Where did that interaction go? When people talk about being shadow banned or whatever, and then never minding that word, that's usually what that is. Yeah, I it mean, the, and it's the thing with TikTok too. Like, if you start following somebody, the person you were seeing them, like if you follow the person that you were seeing a lot on the for you page, they do disappear. Because mm-hmm. they're not like, on that other tab. Because yeah. for one, and that's one thing. Like if you, and that's the other thing too. And this is where the con, like, and I'm putting this here in the. This is the concept, at least. The concept of shadow ban is for a, for a couple of things. Never like if we put the algorithm aside. Let's just talk about the plain functionality of. I have decided to follow somebody intentionally. Went to their page, looked at your stuff, found the follow button. Went to the page, found the subscribe button. Went to the page, found the notification button. If they do stuff, I want to know. And at no point should your platform make a decision for me to not know when I have intentionally made a decision to know and be informed whenever the person I am following does a thing. It will get it will if you give you a notification on your phone. Well, like, yeah, because they've really gotten bad, good or bad about giving you a notification on whether or not a video has been posted. There is a red little indicator on following that says, hey, there is new content from people you are following. You should watch this. Like, it's a thing of, there are multiple ways of doing it. And it's one thing where I cannot understand my wife doing this. Like she follows people on TikTok, but never goes in that tab. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, I don't think she cares. So, like, I've started having to do, like, a couple of things because I know that there are a handful of people on Instagram that, oh, I will also say this. If you're a person like me who lurks, 
and things. Like I follow people that I want to be aware of what they're doing, but also they just do things where they want people to be aware of what they're doing. They're not the kind of people who write things for dialogue per se, right? And so I will just see things and just see them or scroll by them and be like, okay, well, this is cool. And like that once in a while or whatever. I will tell y'all, if you're the kind of people who do watch things and you lurk, if you lurk and don't like actively engage with things, stuff will just disappear. Not because you're not following these people, but because you didn't like like or retweet yeah, or like, comment. Is that on engagement? Like what, what sends things to the top is that engagement. And that's not on that's not on every platform, but I can definitely tell you that is a thing on Twitter. That's a thing. No, that is definitely a thing everywhere. No, I mean the thing is, and I say I don't know if it's a thing everywhere else because I did not test that everywhere else. Oh I no, just the, know that's no, a thing they on tell that's you a thing that happens. To they me. tell you it is a thing everywhere. It is you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. I literally didn't use Instagram again until they gave us back the chronological feeds. Instagram, you were always four hops from workout videos. How? I don't... No, like me, I'm running into them all the time and you want to know why. Uh, I think some of it is the... Ner- like some of it is the networks that they build around this. But if you like like things that I will run into, people who sing, people who dance, people who like do is this on the disco- Is this on the Discover feed or something? Mm-mm. If you, it's a feature for, there are two things. It's the discovery and if it's reels. Reels will just serve you content that seems to be related to Oh, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, again, like for me and TikTok, it's like people I follow, I'll watch the reels that either they create or that they share through a story and that's it. But like, like I got me, TikTok just, like, for random shit, through, yeah. I'm never I'm scrolling, scrolling through, through reels. reels I, I don't have a TikTok, so that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. okay, that makes sense. But like, on Instagram, when I'm scrolling through reels, it'll just go, oh, if you like this and you'll probably like this. So mm-hmm. I get a lot of um, I get a lot of sketch comedy, I get a lot of people dancing, get a lot of people exercising, people singing and people doing like arts and crafts stuff and the occasional motivational speech. So Merge Meta is trying to tell you something. I don't know what. But better trying to tell you something. But you know something, merge. I'm I'm right there with you because that's like, <laughs> like forever me. These people will be out here just like you two. Your your forearms too could have eight packs today if you do the following. And I'm just like, not right, good. While I'm sitting over here having my third uncrustable for the day. Anyway, please. I'm just trying to be less fat. <laughs> I want. I, I ain't I ain't trying to have no sick no a pack or I just wanna be less fat. I just wanna jiggle less when I dance. Look, That's I it. want <laughs> trading this big keg for a smaller keg. Mm-hmm. Um, Mini keg. Yeah. So back to TikTok. Um and the, yeah, so the thing the thing that I really am excited about with all this is being able to filter out yeah, a lot of these hashtags. So a lot of these hashtags were yeah, it's like people who are trying to get the most views because people are looking through these hashtags like Macy one day sale, Fenty beauty deluxe or some other random ass hashtag. I want to take those out. I was like, no, if you're not, if I, I want the algorithm to serve me the content I want to see, but without the, I want everybody to see this. It's like, no, I want, I want to feel like you're making it for me. Like I am here to watch content. It's like, 
all right, you appropriately tagged Android, you appropriately tagged Apple or Linux or Windows or Mac or, you know, comedy or some shit. Uncrustables are here. <laughs> but it was up and working out. But workout videos is a very quick way to not be able to browse Instagram in public. <laughs> yeah, I can I can see that. I can see that. See, that's why I don't leave my house. <sighs> okay, let's move on. Tim Cook and Mark Zuckerberg find common ground on one tech initiative. Now, I did not include this story to talk about Mark Zuckerberg and Tim Cook, apparently. You know, because a whole bunch of companies are saying, hey, yes, we want to teach computer science in schools. That's what the that is what the point of this article is about. It has nothing to do with Tim Cook and Mark Zuckerberg. The fact that they even wrote that just really seems stupid. My argument is. Can we agree that naming. This learn this like this 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 avenue of learning computer science is not right i wouldn't say it's so much computer science as like computer literacy yeah it's more computer literacy than it was science i mean i don't I know can, i can see like the, the I, I can see like if you're teaching programming and some of these schools that may be what it is. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it would be better if we was like, all right, we're going to teach computer literacy. Right. Like computer to know how literacy. to use a computer or technology more than just checking or just being on TikTok or I guess Snapchat's make Snapchat's making a comeback. Did it ever go away? I don't know. I don't give a shit. But I'm too old for Snapchat. I haven't installed a thing. I don't know. I ain't up for it. Like when Instagram stories came out, I was like, okay, yeah, I, I don't need Snapchat. Oh, Jerry. Don't 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 worry about it. Don't worry <laughs> don't, about it. Don't worry about, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, just okay. just just Yes, it it was a thing. It was a thing. But yeah, it, it's a um it's a thing where, like, I, I wish this was more called computer literacy than computer science. But then also I sit well, here and wonder, is it because I'm a computer scientist I'm thinking like this? Because I am actually a computer scientist. It's like, this is a computer science. This is computer literacy. What are you talking about? It's like somebody getting um, a degree in um, information systems. Like, that's not COMSA. It's not. I refuse to let them think that. I'm better to do. Or at least I like to think I am. Do you think computer <laughs> literacy teaches includes teaching code? And that, and I, I guess like that's where that distinction is. When I made the tweet, when I put this article, I did not think about the code part of it. 
Okay, well, like, okay, but I mean, is 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 teaching code part of computer literacy? Because you do understand that this initiative. I feel like, yeah, again, like, when I put the article in there, I did not think about the code part. I was thinking about, hey, these people are learning how to use computer. These kids are learning how to use computers in school. I forgot about the code part. It wasn't until just now I was like, oh, wait, they're probably teaching them how to code, which would then actually make this computer science and make my argument moot. Oh, like this whole thing is being organized by code.org. So again, wasn't thinking that far ahead. Makes the argument moot. But I will also like just kind of save face and kind of, you know, save this rant. <laughs> uh, maybe we raise money for computer literacy. Just teach that too. For those people who don't want to learn how to code, but just want to know for, for people who don't want to learn how to code, but, you know, they should know how to use a computer. I'm just saying. Now I will leave the heel. I'm just gonna find a smaller one to stand on. That we say I am standing on a heel, just not the one that I was originally on. See, I learned. I learned today. <sighs> I'm gonna move on because we got more Apple news. Johnny Ive and Apple are no longer working together. Gasp. Gasp. If I were to believe that he was actually doing Apple things or like really influential in Apple's design on things, or if we were to say that he was, what do you think the impact of Apple's product designs are going to be going forward. Either emulation of the style or probably back to the, you know, back, back to the old weird designs, basically pulling from the Steve Jobs book, (laughs) you know, so are we going to get next again? Prob- possibly. Because, you know, Johnny Johnny Ives was the whole, like, you know, architect when Jobs was alive. So for, for, for Johnny to up and, like, you know, split from the company when he's been, when he's been there for a good chunk of time, you know, that's the big shoes to fill. <laughs> you know, do you, that's some big. Sh- do you think he was responsible for the Magic Mouse too? Probably. Now, when I say Magic Mouse two, do you understand why I'm asking that question? Possibly. So I'm gonna bring this up here how to charge the magic mouse 2 oh yeah <laughs> that was why that was why 
It was <laughs> Yeah. See that that's the one that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing about the uh it, it just, the it just, Apple thing. It just, just, I'm gonna let you finish, but I just want to put this. This is still their latest mouse. Yeah, they have not updated this. As you can see, the, the Verge article. It is. It's 2022, and the Magic Mouse still charges from the bottom. This is still the mouse they ship. Mm-hmm. You cannot use it and charge it at the same fucking time because. There, there, there have been, there have been my two, two. It's really like weird to me that a mouse would not be like, you know, to have key wireless charging. I need in it. I, I need to make a note somewhere. I, like, because wow, see, if you can, is, this article is a fucking mess. Oh my and, god! And you and actually bet, read the article. And I bet that's a lightning. I bet that's lightning. Yes, yes, it lightning, is, it's right? light. It does use lightning. So, so I now read it's the like article and a follow up article. Yeah. So for so that's we that's weird that you wouldn't be able to like at least like pop it like oh I'm not using it I'm not using it for a while let me just plop it on there when I'm not using it take it off use it charge it you know like because see my thing would be. You know, wireless charging because there are some mice that charge through wireless charging that have rechargeable that have like enclosed rechargeable batteries, and then all you have to do is they have like have either you could put it on a wireless charger or what? Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> that's even worse. But yeah, look they oh. they make they make docks for the Magic Mouse too. That's not even. That's oh, that's even. That's terrible. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Now is that one like the wireless? Oh no, that's the dock. Okay. No, they, there's mind. a light. There, yeah, there is a lightning port. There's a lightning connector right I was there. Like, wait, wait, is that? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's where. There is terrible. no wireless charging on this mouse. Yeah, that's terrible. Cause see, I I and that's the and that's the thing though, like. I don't know. I don't know if that. I don't know if he. I don't know if he would be responsible for that. I think somebody. I think somebody made a call over his head. But there are <laughs> literally places you could have put that lightning cable. I've used one of these. I. Um. I didn't own one. Um. Yeah, when I was you, working you at Pivotal. Would, yeah, you... When I was working at Pivotal, the first the the first mouse they gave me was a magic mouse like they fucking gave us like the macbook the magic right. keyboard and the magic mouse yeah I've, I've seen some where you can you can kind of plug it in into itself and you can charge it but then you can still use the mouse. it's like you can use the mouse wireless or wired let's see here i am going and it charged fine i think i yeah, that thing is a ergonomic nightmare. Yeah, and it and it's tear and it, yeah, it's it. That's got to be that's got to be rough oh, on your God. hands because that's got to be that's got to be like rough on your hands because it's like a mouse would be a mouse itself would be like this, you know, where your hand see how your hand like fits over the palm, but with this with the magic mouse, it's almost like this, and so there's nothing. It's like you you and then it's like nothing to hold 
And then I know if you're using it, your palms might get a little sweaty, and you know, your 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 hand slips yeah, out that, of the mouth. Yeah, slips that out mouse of your is hand. not fun to use. Yeah. Like not, when ooh, I was a when nasty. I was a pivotal, we had one magic mouse one, mm. and my friend, uh, my friend and coworker, he was the one who had it. Right. When he left, because um, coincidentally he went to go to Red Hat. Um, he went mm-hmm. back. He also went back to Red Hat. Uh, when he went back, he he didn't need it anymore. It wasn't his. It was the company's. So nobody like I was using um, a G five hundred two, a wired my, the, the, my favorite gaming wired mouse. I bought one for the office, and I was using that. But when he left, I went over to his desk, and for before they hired somebody else, snatched that off his desk. It's is mine now, boy. My mouse. But yeah, Mine. like, yeah, I use for my Macs, I use the Magic Trap Pack 2, which again, again, lightning port, but again, I can still use it. <laughs> the Magic Trap Pack 1, the one I had at the office, um, uses two AA batteries. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this here, now I have this mouse um, for work. Went out and bought the MX Master Three. I love this mouse. Oh, I love the Masters, the the MX Master mice. Oh, look, I got I got the keyboard. This is my favorite Mac keyboard, the MX Master, um, the MX Keys. Of course, they've got the Mm -hmm. ten, they got the ten keyless keyboard, and Mm -hmm. uh, mechanical. We're not here to sell that. Um, But yeah, I bought the MX Master Three for my work from home setup. Wireless mouse, USB-C in the front. Plug that motherfucker and just plug it to charging. You have to plug it up to the laptop. It still works wirelessly while just charging. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Right. Um, I'm trying to, I'm looking into picking up or making my gaming PC setup wireless. So I'm going to get um, a Logitech G915 um wireless keyboard and a 502 wireless mouse which also uses usb type c up front but with those i'm not sure if the 502 um wireless does it but let's see here logitech wireless charging mouse pad And again, Logitech for creators, if you are watching this, um, please, um, I, I would love, would love some of this. Um, Same. But again, wireless mouse pad, wi- wireless charging mouse pad. Mm-hmm. So pretty much as you use, does, is it the one where it's like it has the, the chi on it or yes. the whole mouse pad is chi? Whole, whole mouse pad chi. Ooh, I need that. I need that. That's a, that's a move. That's a bop. To be able to, to be able to like, if it's on the pad, it's charging. See, that's, see, that's what I'm talking about. See that right there. That's what I'm talking about. Like have it like, and you know, and you know my, and you know, Apple people would have bought it. You know, Apple people would have bought it. Either it charged by regular chi or it charges on the mouse pad. On the cheap wireless pop mouse pad. 
That's a sale. That's a sale right there. That's a literal sale. Any chi is either you could charge it at the end of the day. You just you just take your mouse, put it on the chi charger. It charges, or the mouse pad charges. But no, we 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 got we we got the magic mouse too. I've got the magic mouse. So here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. What did you want to talk about from that article? With, uh, well, again, it was the design decisions. Like, one, yeah. what do you think Apple products are going to look like now that Johnny Ive is no longer working with Apple? Two, do you think Johnny Ive was responsible for the Magic Mouse 2? That's how we started getting to talk about mice and their designs. and mm-hmm. Probably... I, I I would probably say like definitely a bit more basic. Yeah, I think they would. I think things would make it a little bit thicker to yeah, chunky. Do more, right? Cause... Like I would not be surprised if the Mac Studio is as big as it is because like, okay, we just right. wanted to do more and we really could not make this thing as small as the Mac Mini. We 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 would probably we would probably get more back to. Maybe the chunk bit bit of the chunkier max of 2013, 2012. I wouldn't mind seeing it. Like, just, you know, because I think. Give me yeah, ports, let me put just yeah, bigger me, storage and things. Yeah, give me some cheap. Yeah, yeah. Give us like US, USB, few USB C's for power delivery, and then just give us like some USB A ports and headphone jacks. I think we'll be fine with that. Max safe. Shit, I just—I mean, my thing is just don't solder shit. Let me open yeah. shit up, upgrade some parts if I need to. Right. Well, well, well. You know how Apple is. <laughs> Again, it may be because of him. So no, we will not disturb the pure piece of aluminium for you to update your own hardware. Wait. Ruin, don't you have the M2 MacBook Air? Weren't wasn't that the one you were ordering? I don't have that. I still have the M1 Max MacBook Pro. I, I, I want that really dark blue Mac MacBook Air, but no. No one checked the review. I've been, I've been hearing okay things about the MacBook Air. A lot of people just have been questioning why does that MacBook Pro exist? <laughs> um, Autistic Child with Down Syndrome benefits more from an iPad than dedicated disability tech. That tells me several things about this, but let's look into the article. Let's open it. Um, the father of an autistic child with Down syndrome has said that an iPad with a speech app has made more difference to his son's life than far more expensive dedicated device offered under state programs. The piece highlights the gap between what will most benefit kids with special needs and what healthcare and education programs are willing to pay for. Or rack. Ruin, no, I do not have the MacBook Air. I just bought the studio. I and no, just no. I do not want no. a MacBook Air. Ugh. My my M1 Pro will still run circles around it. 
could have sworn Ruin. I could have sworn Ruin said he was going to get a MacBook Air. Um. So this is my son. So David Perry tells the story of his son in a piece in The Verge. Um, since my son is 15, he is also an autistic boy with Down syndrome. From the moment he was born, well-informed experts, well-intentioned fellow parents, and a whole universe of marketing suggested that technology will provide answers to many of the problems we'd end up facing. Technology can provide disabled people with wondrous new tools, but only as with so many kinds of innovation when they are married to systems that take into account our complex and varied humanity. My son's most significant needs relate to speech. By the time he was three, it was clear he was not going to be, he was not going to predominantly use verbal speech, though he was learning to communicate in a wide variety of ways. His speech therapist at the time quickly sent us to a world-class facility to assess the best way for him to use tech to talk. What they hoped for was the $250 speech app and an iPad on which to run it. What they got was $3,000 worth of the lowest tech you can possibly imagine. Um, we tried a wide variety of devices, but because he had the manual dexterity to operate the simplest one, that's the one the state would pay for. But if, within a few weeks after having it prescribed, we had a plastic box where you could literally cut and paste pieces of paper with words and pictures on it, and then use your voice to record sounds that then my son could press to play out loud. It was over a foot long. It cost over $3,000. We wanted pro, um, Proloquo to go. I, sorry about that. Cannot pronounce that. One of the number of programs that can reproduce words or phrases by selecting from an infinitely customizable menu. It cost $250, which we didn't have and needed to be on an iPad, which we also couldn't afford. The price would have been much lower than our state-funded arts and craft box, but at the time, they, but, but at the, time the system wouldn't pay for medical programs on non-medical devices. Uh, fortunately, the donor stepped in to provide the iPad and the app. Not only has that provided the teenager with the much-needed speech app, which he's able to use at school, but it has also given him access to much-needed visual and auditory simulation key to an autistic child. When I say that, you know, again, I understand that there are doctors... All of this, mind you, by the way, because we're in the middle of July, and I would like to remind everybody on this day, the 14th of a 31-day month, this is Disability Pride Month. So there's that. But as a parent of a child on the spectrum, I understand that there are people who went to school for this shit, who... You know, they spent their life dedicated to helping children with neurodivergent um, challenges in life. The way this article is just screaming, but what about the parents who would know what is best for their child? The way I can sit here and look at this article and agree so much with this dad. When sending, when we found out my son had um, autism spectrum disorder, sending him to school, making some inroads. But when the pandemic hit, he got stuck at home with us 
and his little iPad, his little iPad mini that I gave to him because I was upgrading to my iPad pro the way that he took in all that content within a couple of months, like way shorter time frame than as long as he's been in school was communicating better. We were having conversations. He could understand us. We could understand him. He was less frustrated because he could finally communicate with us what he was trying to say. Just from a fucking iPad that I had laying around. And you two fucking kids. It's a thing where like. I understand that people say, oh man, like the technology is here and it can do wonders things. But what if you listen to people who knew exactly what the fuck they needed? Like now that that whole setup would cost what? I see an I, a basic iPad is $329. This app is $250. We're looking at less than $500. Well, no, less than $600. To give this kid everything he fucking needed. Is it and then presented to the state was like, look, we, we need to save money everywhere. Well, I got this thing for six hundred dollars. You can get it right the fuck now. Mm, but that's not medical related. So we're gonna go with this vendor and we're gonna sit there and charge you three thousand dollars for it instead. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. And then there's something to be said about all right. So to tag on to what Major just said here, one of the biggest problems that we have when it comes to disabled people in general, and I'm only speaking for the United States, although it's probably a global thing, I'm only speaking for the United States that live here, is we have this really massive problem with removing agency from people because we think that if you're disabled, you obviously don't know how, don't know or understand things about what you need or what you want or how, or what is helpful for you. So other people can just make those decisions for you for some reason. So they said, hey, we would like this. And the thing that they were considering wasn't just, hey, we know what this person needs, but they also have to consider things like this. This person that we are at, my son, who I'm asking for the iPad for, and the program also has to do things in environments where he has to build bridges of understanding with people. We need that system, whatever it is, to be something that he can put in a backpack and carry to school without it being a major obstruction or requiring special setup or a certain amount of space or all of this other stuff that just makes them stick out like a sore thumb in a time when one of the most important things for kids in social settings is being able to fit in with everybody. And they send you a foot long $3,000 piece of equipment with a whole bunch of paper tapped out that you have to like use like a soundboard. What are we supposed to do with this? Especially when it's five times more expensive than what we asked you for. And again, now on top of that, like merge reminding me also like it, it's a thing of like, so yeah, it's not only community, it's not only communication, but autonomy. Also, it's, it's a thing of not only does he have a way to communicate with people, 
you now have something that he can use for stimulation. Something he can use for mm -hmm. entertainment. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole thing that people are weird because they act like there is a certain parallel and they're not mm -hmm. the same completely, but there's a certain parallel you can make between disabled people and poor people, which is that most of the time people will say, I need or want this and people go, but you don't deserve those things. Mm -hmm. And that's frustrating. Speaking right. of you don't deserve the, you don't deserve these things because you're not. We have deemed you not worthy to deserve those things. Speaking and we do not give you the avenue to be able to afford those things that are supposed to be life-changing, life-affirming uh, things because we deem them, we deem that your, we deem that your, your child, your loved one is not deserving of those items. And I'm like, that's the sad state of affairs of this country where we just be like, yeah, no, I don't understand what you're talking about. No, none of that. Let's talk about the amount of people who are developing these tools who are also not disabled and mm -hmm. therefore end up making things that are super unhelpful for people who deal with the conditions that they're building devices for. Because right. if you, because as an example, on the contrary side of that, looking at the specialized um, controllers that Xbox has made for disabled mm -hmm. people and disabled people being like, yes, this is exactly the kind of stuff that I needed, which they made because they found disabled people and asked them, how easy is it for you to use this? And they considered things like, how much of this can you do without needing assistance from another person? Can you open the packaging? Can you map the controllers? How easy is this to pick up or move around or plug in or any of those things? I mean, even like just opening boxes and crap. Apparently, my camera broke again. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. So, um, I'm gonna do some more backups and probably go to Windows 10. I, I, I look. I, I tried. I tried. I, I'm, I'm petting my I, PC. Y'all can't see this, um, but I tried. Um, I it's also that. It, so one thing I did learn this week was apparently there is a law that says that you can sit there and pay disabled people sub-minimum wage. Mm. And there is a specific place that you that that will hire disabled folks to make that money. And I'm like, so, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. Um major I don't know if you want to get into that right now, but I can absolutely tell you if you knew the mess that disabled people have to go through with making money in general, you would light things on fire today. Yeah, there are be, a lot of things like, that I want to light fire on because in, like, in perpetuity. If you talk about things like having jobs, getting married having vehicles, having homes, any of that stuff, there's this really long list of things that if you're mm -hmm. disabled and you require any kind of government assistance specifically because of the kind of disability you have, mm -hmm. the list of things that they have that they have the ability to tell you you can or cannot do mm -hmm. is dehumanizing and that is the right. kindest word that i can think of for it right there there is a there is a person on tiktok who i love 
uh, named Miss Amani. She, her hand, her TikTok handle is Crutches and Spice. Oh, yeah. Ah, Miss yeah. Amani Barberine. Yeah, she is, she is by far a delight. a delight and a joy to behold. You know, you know, her, 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 her partner is my nephew. <laughs> so, uh, we, you know, we have talked and, ev- you know, we've only talked for a short amount of time, but every time we have, we have spoken, it has been a delight. She has been on the forefront of, uh, being a disability advocate while being disabled and has really educated me a lot about, about the plight of the, the plight of the disabled and of ableism and to check ableism, ableist privilege. And to also basically let people know that they're people who are like to both basically informing people who have had routes and run-ins of COVID that, you know, can, you're part of you're part of that movement, you're part of that uh community too now. And you're now gonna have to, you know, learn about what it takes to go through what you're going through and to be like more of you can't just be like oh you can't get on the plane you have to be you know so i really do like that there are people on the front lines who are letting people know hey the 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 shit's not cool and you know and 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 and, and like i say again love her every conversation has been a delight every video has been like has me like i almost like threw my neck out of joint for how much I've been nodding in agreement at every one of her videos. So definitely, um, but yeah, that's that's just one. That's just a a, a little shout out to that person. Um, but yeah. So the thing that had me mess up about this, and then I'm going to like let y'all take it in the direction that you need to from here. I was um, listening to. Well, not listening to. I was talking to a person online because they were just like, "Hey, you know, trying to like make some, like trying to figure out a way to handle some stuff and get some extra cash for doing things." And I'm just like, "Hey, can I commission you for something?" And they said, "No, you cannot pay me for doing something. You would have to donate me things, maybe." up to a certain amount, but you can't commission me for work, even if I have the ability to do it and pay me for it because that impacts the amount of help that I'm able to get from other things that I need for medications and things. And I'm like, I like a part you literally live. What in the absolute fuck to do work and I can't pay you for it because it could fuck up your life if I give you like literally $200 to do anything. Just that and that is how this works. That's just how this works. And it's they things wanted like us to celebrate 4th of July. What the fuck? And this is like right up there with also I found and that's the same day that I found out that there are a lot of disabled people that depending on the government assistance that they get if they get any, they can't get married. Because if that happens, any benefits that they have automatically disappear because the assumption is that the person that you get married to should be able to take care of you and meet all of those needs. So you don't need help with that anymore. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. That is a thing. Which, you know, you have 
be like have toxic caretakers that's how you have my, my favorite part of it in the era of conservatorships and everything else is the fact that we found this out in the middle of a pandemic I will say there's a lot of things that happened during that pandemic. So, <sighs> on a lighter note, I want to say that Kev, because he is so, so low in his little feed there, he looks like Mr. Wilson. Not Tim, the tool man, Taylor's neighbor. <laughs> We were in bad shape before the pandemonium. Just oh yeah, like between oh, yeah. just ex, like just between exposing a lot of the shit that we've been in, and then just a lot of self reflection yeah. and sitting there thinking, like yeah. spending time by ourselves and thinking, "Fuck, things are like I was too busy because I was running around doing my job, but now that I sit here and look at this, mm-hmm. people, fuck. people." People had time to think, you know. I swear that people had people had time to think about it. People had time to really consider the problems and issues that they really thought of, and And then that's when, yeah. And I know I give y'all shit for sitting like. Well, actually, I don't because I love it. I love it when y'all say this, but like y'all call me Negro Domus, right? Mm Hmm. That was the first. I want to like. There have been things I've been right about before, but that has been the one thing that I will claim and I will hold on to. And I tell I tell the story every time. I was sitting in my office at NC State before everything locked down. I remember getting up as all the shit was hitting the fan. I got up, looked out my window, and I said. They're going to close down the school in about a week. Everything's going to go into lockdown. And during that lockdown, I don't know how long it's going to be, but I honestly don't think we're going to get out of it. I, apparently, I was very generous in my estimation because I, I gave us a year. Apparently, people were thinking weeks. I gave, my, I gave us a year. Not realizing how bad motherfuckers were, but that's beside the point. Right. I, I said, you know what? In this time that we're going to be in this lockdown, everybody's working from home, have to sit there and have to sit with themselves, have to sit with their families that they have them. Everybody's going to be starting to think about a lot of shit. There, like, it's the thing of like people are talking about going back to normal. There is no normal. We are not the same people that we were in March of 2020. Mm-mm. There are no. too many people who sat at home, who had that good long hard talk that good think mm-hmm. and they change fundamentally change now i'm gonna say like i thought like yeah i was gonna discover a few things about me but i didn't think i was gonna change. no i like we had talked i'm not sure if we, i mentioned this at the beginning of the show or if this was us talking before the show no it was before the show because of this one i've realized okay you know what there there is something different about me than anybody else. And it's not that, Oh, I'm just some quirky person. No, there is something mentally or neurologically different about me. I don't know what it is, but 
I act too much like my son for as, for this not to be a thing. Um, or he acts too much like me for it not to be a thing. Um, but the way it's just like me sitting at home and realizing, oh yeah, there is something just biologically, neuro, neurologically different about me because I was able to sit down, think about it, I wasn't rushing. I wasn't trying to do other things. I wasn't being distracted. Right. I was at home. I was able to sit, just be still with it, to sit in that. And I'm like, fuck me, man. I ain't think it was going to hit me this hard, but if it's hit me, and then like going online and just seeing things, just watching the news and all that. So everybody's out here now. It's not like they're not out here protesting because they ain't had to go to work. No, they're out there protesting because they all sat in this shit. They are fucking fed up. These unions that are forming, that's making America great again. Yeah. It's it's they are taking it back to the right parts that see, we need. The, the whole thing, this whole thing, this whole country has been built under the guise of of civil disobedience, right? You think about you think about in seventeen hundreds where it was like no taxation before without representation. Whole bunch of people, whole bunch of people now sitting in hell because they are slave owners. Basically, were like we would have been really cool if you guys just let us have a seat in parliament. You didn't. Shit broke loose. Bunch of stuff happened. Because people wanted to say no. They saw what the man said and said no. We want better representation. You know, turns out to be white landowners, but representation. The whole part of this country is literally groups of people saying, fuck you. (laughs) I want, I want my rights. And it's and it's been pointing at whatever it's been you. It's right of font. It's right of at the time white, you know, slave owning landowners. Now it is, it is, it's the plights of women, people of color, LGBTQ communities, trans communities, um, farm farm workers, uh, uh, people who work in the gig industries, people who work in. Uh, warehouses, people who work for Amazon, people who work for retail, people who work for fast food. It's people saying to you, fuck you, give me my rights. And that's what it's always been, that's what it's always been about. So we're just doing what we do. Now, how people act up, that's not cool. <laughs> sometimes people break, sometimes people act up on things that are not really infringing on their rights and people are showing their ass for things that actually do you're literally kicking me out in the streets and i'm mad about it versus somebody my guy didn't win and i'm mad about it kicking me out <laughs> in the streets in an apartment that's one bedroom and costs four thousand dollars with inflation right. going up all the pretty, time with y'all pretty much not to pay me or pay me late right pretty much a house payment if you could find a house. Yeah, my mortgage <laughs> if you could find a house. For, my mortgage payment ain't in that high. 
That's what I'm saying. If even no if you sense. could, even if you could find a house to pay it, good luck with that because those were becoming rentals. So it's like the it's like the bottom is slowly falling out, and people are like saying, "Oh hell no!" And as much as we love, and much as we laughed at that one dude, like God. Ten, almost down to 10 years ago when it was like the rent is too damn high you know like with my man with the fine with the fine beard and mustache and the and the gloves you know and I'm like yes the rent is too high <laughs> and we need and we need to to go and yeah exactly Jerry the bubble is about the per- the bubble is about to burst and we could be looking at an- and we could be looking at another 2008 real quick <laughs> I mean, they they say that's coming. Oh, it's coming. So it's really like it's really just waiting to to wait for the bottom to fall out. I mean, I went to the store. A pack of hot dog, a a a, a family pack of hot dogs used to cost two ninety nine. Now them joints cost five dollars. <laughs> so again, so the bottom is about to fall out. And a lot of people who are holding these bags are going to be holding a lot of bags. And sadly, poor people are going to suffer. Mm-hmm. Because even the rich can weather these storms themselves. They, 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 that they have more power to weather these storms than they actually do. But that's right. I mean, they're going to I mean, they're going to look stupid because they always going to look stupid. Mark. They can afford. They can afford to look stupid, though. Yeah, but they can afford then, to look stupid. That's that's a that's a that's a a, a possible. They're gonna look stupid so, now. They're the the super rich are gonna be. They're gonna look stupid. They're gonna be all right. The regular rich, they're not gonna make it. <laughs> the the bottoms are gonna fall out. And that's why we have to take the fight to the super rich. That's what I'm saying. The super rich. See, when we think of we think of the we think of like rich folk, we think about the super rich. We don't think about the super rich. You know, the Elons, the Marks, the Jeffs, you know. Yeah, but see, when, there's a lot when, of people who make money like I do, and even just a little right. bit, not even a little bit, but like even like Silicon Valley IT worker money, which is right. probably like four or five times more than what I make. And like, right. a, oh no, they're coming for me. You're like, no, nobody's coming for you. Ain't nobody looking at you. And it's like, even for me getting this, it's like where I'm at, it's like, ain't nobody looking for me. It's like, I, I believe in socialism and communalism so much. Like, I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah. it's a thing of if we were to tip the scales to where everybody got their fair share, it's like, Y'all do realize those of y'all who making six figures would get more? Like, y'all just don't understand how broken the system is. Mm-hmm. To where it's like, y'all need to fight for everybody below you because you also benefit too. Right. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? You're, y'all just make it. Y'all know that even if you did the right thing, you would still make money. You still make a bunch of money. Even if you did the right thing, but y'all doing the wrong thing, like crypto, and y'all not and making as much. 
in in lottery, trying to get rich, like passive income. Like fuck that, man. Fuck passive income. Motherfucker, eat the rich. That was one conversation I have was having with my wife when we were traveling. And she was talking about like, yeah, I'm gonna learn Canva. I'm gonna make these forms and stuff for people to use, and I'm gonna put them on Etsy. And people get like pay like one or two dollars for them. I can just use that, it's like just generate some passive income. I was like, why? Because I want to make some money. If you have a thing that somebody else doesn't have, and you don't necessarily need that money, why are you charging? Give that shit the fuck away. Giving away what? The forms. Like she was talking about making like just forms for like other social workers. It's like you don't need this money. Let your wife. There are people who need help. You let can your help wife them. make her coins. No. <laughs> let your let let your wife let Mrs. Lennox make her make her change. We don't. Do you? Nah, you need it. Go. So, I'm gonna say this real quick to Jerry Bun because I see people say this a lot, and it's not that it's necessarily incorrect, but I feel like it's important to talk to call out here. And he's just like, they always got folks trapped up and hating each other over race or politics, and we're really in a class war. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with that, right? We are absolutely in a class war for sure and i think people need to see that but here's the problem people like me major or kevin don't want to bring race into it people like susan b anthony do so what happens is there's a war where you need suffrage but then this woman will go i'll be damned if a black woman has the right to vote in this country before i can or when i can or whatever and make y'all wait another 45 five years because black women couldn't in, couldn't vote in this country until 1965 and the only reason why i happen to know that information is because my mom not my grandmother not my great-grandmother none of those people my mother couldn't vote until fifth grade like that's how old she would have been at the time that black women got the right to vote into this in this country and that is why we stay fucked up because people are determined to be like, we all need the same thing, but I'm damned if you get it before I do. And it's kind of yeah. like, yeah, my, what do you my... even mean? If we don't get it together, we're not going to get it. What part of that isn't clicking for you? That's the whole thing. It's if, like, we're if like, if I'm fucked up over here, you're fucked up too, because whatever they are not giving to me, they are also going to make sure to take from you. What's Again, not clicking? They, they ain't ready to hear that. The math, too, ain't, the math ain't they, mathing. They ain't ready to hear that because they too busy wilding over um the overturning of Roe v. Wade. See, because his, the other yeah. thing is, right, they'll be over here and be like, it's a class war, though, when they want you to stop talking and help them. But then the moment you put in the effort to help them, they remind you, oh, race is still a factor mm-hmm. here. Yep. We we try we try to tell you it's them slippery slopes every day. If they could do it for one, they could do it for... Somebody else. If they ain't got no problem for us, they ain't got no problem against you. And like here's because the thing. when they have nobody else to come at, they gonna come for somebody. And the thing is, we're watching it happen in real time. I know Major said something about Roe v. Wade right now, but every black person, every disabled person, every marginalized person saw one thing happening was just like, ah, I see what's happening here. Because first people came in with the transphobia. They immediately went with Roe v. Wade to repeal this stuff. And then someone went, 
you know what we should do next? We should talk about gay marriage. And we should also talk about these other things. Also, the Uncle Ruckus, because I'm going to say that in this stream. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That up, absolutely took the time to leave out the one thing that allowed interracial marriages. Mm hmm. That's great. As a person who's in one. No, wait, I'm just. No, didn't he bring it up? No, he didn't. No, no he didn't bring he it up. He named three. I thought he named three. No, he. You know, he named three things, but interracial marriage wasn't one of them. What Because I know it was same-sex marriage, same-sex relationships. Oh, contra contraception. That's what it was. Contraception. That's what it was. And people were just like, you do realize if they come for those things, they're also just going to keep going back through time and they're going to come for your marriage too. And that's going to be illegal. That's the problem. When right. they come by the, by the time they come for that, Jenny will be locked up for um, sedition. So that'd just be grand. It'd just I be mean, grandfathered. Hold on. Damn, she's Wait, in jail. I mean, will they? Because look at how they're dealing with the people from the insurrection now. I'm... Look, nah, they get they get brought up with some real justice. You know what? I think I'm willing to talk now. These are my confessions. About... This one, I thought of. <laughs> We just Man, need to talk I'm about this for a second and talk about how I know that y'all came here for Tech Talk Thursday, and this is always a thing, right? Oh yeah. Here's the problem with tech and technology and all of that industry. That in industry is all like a kind of a function of all of these like these differences, these points of view and stuff, and the people who own things like companies and get to determine what software we build and what our effort and energy goes to, unless you're an independent contractor or whatever, or the CEO of your own company or whatever Open else. Never minding, never minding all of that, we can't just talk about the concept of technology and these platform changes without having to talk about the world in which you live in, where you are using them. Because the stuff that we make doesn't exist without context, and so that happens a lot. In case you're tuning in and wondering, what does any of this stuff y'all are talking about have to do with technology in general? Technology needs context, otherwise it doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. This is why I love the show, because I feel like we're the only tech show that's fucking doing this fucking work. Mm -hmm. Barely months. Sad. Funny enough, I, I never thought they'd get the months. <laughs> right. Honestly, honestly speaking, the way that we talk about some things sometimes, it's one of those, you know, people will talk about technology companies and be like, so how far did you throw your mental and emotional health or social connections or stuff out of the window in order to make this happen? I spent like three winters, like sleeping only in a car in the lonely streets of New York um, because I couldn't afford an apartment or whatever, but we made it through. Dude, your dad owns a Fortune 500 company and you got a loan and you decided to sleep in a Porsche in the winter in New York, if we're being real about it. I need you to shut up, please. Well. Look at I the woke up that, in like, a new Bugatti. Look at the people that we were exploiting in order to make sure that we hit that $4 million valuation. You know, I'm just... Let I feel it. I feel it. I feel I feel a new story coming on. Just help me. Help me bring it in. Help me. Just help me bring it in. Oh! As you can see, I'm out of tea. Mm -hmm. Uber co-founder Travis Kalanick 
reportedly saw violence against drivers as a tool for fucking growth, man. I want to point out here that that statement, because I read that article, was back when Uber was like first founded, but still, God, God in heaven. In 2016, for instance, Kalanick reportedly ordered French employees to encourage local Uber drivers to counter-protest the taxi strikes that were underway in Paris at the time. When one executive warned Kalanick the extreme right thugs were part of the protest, the former CEO pushed back, I think it's worth it. Violence guarantees success, and these guys must be resisted, no? Again, now remember we were talking about the algorithm and people being um, shadow banned or whatever and what actually floats things up to the top and how I said, you know, all these social networks have, you know, engagement that factors into floating up to the top of the charts. See, they use things like violence and like necessarily negative engagement because that drives more conversation. This man right here was treating the Paris protest, the Paris taxi protest, like a fucking Facebook comment section. He's like, no, go in there, punch a, punch a bunch of these motherfuckers, let them fight you. They say, look, oh no, the Paris taxi people are angry and they're attacking us. This is why you should support us over at Uber. He knew, he knew the fucking assignment. The shadow man, this motherfucker punch. Mm-hmm. <sighs> punch. Although, hold on for a moment because I think that article buried the lead here. Oh, I'm I'm going I'm going a little bit. Wait, what what lead? About the about what what the source of the violence was and what the protests were about. <laughs> were bad. Oh, I mean, the fact that the gig drivers are coming into these cities and kind of undercutting taxi drivers who had to spend money to get their hack license because the same thing happened in the States. Oh, yeah. Where all these taxi yeah, drivers, you- like, they spent, like they spend money, they come over from wherever, spend money to get these hack licenses to drive these taxi cabs. Like, that is their source of income for all of a sudden people who just have random-ass cars who yeah. don't have to do all of this shit, just download an app and do what taxi drivers do for far less. Yes. Mind you, with certifications, because I know, like, for example, in New York, you have, like, levels of, like, things and credentials you have to have in order to do all that. Because right. Because it's regulated there. Yeah. yeah. Have, so, like, there's to, a... Re- you have to know where to go. Like, yeah, like, taxi cab drivers, like, yeah, like, they don't use fucking GPS, none of that shit. They like they have to be certified to do it, and that costs money to do. Right. Whereas an Uber or a Lyft driver, do you have a car, a license, and a phone? And the aux cord? Maybe a bottle of water, some tissues, a snack? Mm-hmm. Cool, you could be a driver for us. Yeah. And that and like that's what those protests were about. It was a lot of these taxi drivers who put in the work to be taxi drivers that all of a sudden be like pushed out because anybody with a license and a phone and a car right. could be a taxi driver. Mm-hmm. Right. And not really held to any type of account right. when it comes to like... Because they were know. contractors. Like, oh yeah. no, you're not doing what you... Oh, you're gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason I included this was because the just... It is amazing how technology is being used nowadays. 
Um, another selection of documents details the lengths the company went to escape regulatory scrutiny. In at least 12 instances, Uber ordered staff at local offices in six countries, including France, the Netherlands, and India, to employ the kill switch. An internal tool the company developed to protect its data. Please hit the kill switch ASAP. Kalanick wrote in one email shared by the Washington Post. Access must be shut down in AMS, he added, referring to the company's Amsterdam office. In two cases involving Uber's Montreal office, authorities entered the building only to see all the computers and tablets before them resetting at the same time. The company told the Post, such software should never have been used to thwart legitimate regulatory actions and that it stopped using the system in 2017. That is, that's pretty much the equivalent of like coming in, the, the feds coming in and watching people shred documents. But now, but now you can do it watchdog style, just like push the button, all of a sudden all the computers just get hacked and they all delete. <laughs> Yes, CTOS is like, oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> but yeah, dog. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And imagine oh. and imagine saying that in an email. Imagine. Okay. Where is this dude now? You okay. Um I'm Where gonna go ahead and see this ruin. You don't want to answer to that question. You don't. Because it's because it's rude. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Because it's rude. Yep. You want to know where they are? Flourishing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they get away with it. Majority. Oh, of he's a libertarian too. Oh, that answers so of many course. questions. <laughs> Libertarians like Republicans. <laughs> All the flavor of oh. Republicans have the calories. <laughs> well, I'm going to read y'all a paragraph because so many people said, what's happening to oh. this dude now? Here's the thing. They don't work at Uber anymore. But let me tell you what he does do. On March of 2018, Kalanick announced via his Twitter account that he was at a venture fund called 10100, focused on job growth in emerging markets like China and India. Hold. Shortly after the announcement of the venture fund, Kalanick also announced that his fund had invested $150 million in city storage systems, a company focused on the redevelopment of distressed real estate assets. He also announced he would serve as its CEO. Gentrification. The subsidiary Cloud Kitchen's a ghost kitchen managing company took a controlling interest in the UK-based startup Food Stars in June 2018. Kalanick personally invested $300 million in the startup. And in November 2019, the Wall Street Journal reported that Saudi Arabia's Sovereign Wealth Fund completed an agreement with Cloud Kitchens in January 2019 to invest $400 million in the company. In January 2022, Business Insider reported that the company had raised new funding valued at $15 billion. If you open up your DoorDash app, you will probably notice there are several ghost kitchens around. 
Mr. So Beast has doing? a ghost kitchen. So how's he doing? I say do them. Just I say do them burgers. Yep. He, he's over here like redeveloping real estate. Jesus Christ. I feel like, I feel like this a little. I feel like ghost kitchens are kind of like the future where it's like, hey, don't have a thing in your kitchen. Don't have a thing. Just blah, we can make we can make whatever you want and we can make whatever you want. It is really fucking weird. I just I I feel some way about a ghost kitchen. I really mm-hmm. feel some type of way. But what really but I think gets that's me only is that Buffalo Wild Wings has one. Yeah. They have one that will just sell you wings, which seems weird because that's literally the restaurant. Yeah. But th- no, it's one that sells. Okay, I don't remember which one, but I know that they sell burgers. They're, they have a burger ghost kitchen. Mm-hmm. Well, they will just sell you the Buffalo Wild Wings burgers. Yeah. That is fucking wild. But I appreciate mm-hmm. it because in DoorDash, it then separates the thing I want from Buffalo Wild Wings from the things I don't want because their burgers are fucking delicious. Right. Because right. that's, that's the kind of thing where it's good because for like the smaller, more regional chains that do not have like a lot of impact, like an A&W, you know, and such. Uh, that's, that's where you can get like, well, I like the food. I might not be able to get, I might not be able to have access to it, but to an actual like retail location, but at least I can be able to get what I usually would order. But that that Mr. Beast one, like there is no physical location. It is Mm -hmm. solely just a ghost kitchen. Mm -hmm. Like the thing is, I was able to Google the kit. I was able to Google the restaurant. It gave mm-hmm. me the address, and I put it in the fucking Google Maps, went to Street View. It's just sitting in a random place, like, across the street from NC State's library. Mm-hmm. Or one of NC State's libraries. I'm like, there's yeah. nothing here. Mm-hmm. Then that's when it dawned. Oh, wait, these are these ghost kitchens that they talk about. Oh, yeah. This is weird, and I don't trust it. Do I really, do I really want ghosts cooking the food? Very stop. So for those who do not know what a ghost kitchen is, it is just it's just like a kitchen it belongs to nobody except for I guess like a company like the one Travis is owns or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they just make food on, from a menu and they yes. send it out as if they were this company that is selling these things. Mhm. Like there is no actual restaurant you can go into to eat it is just literally a kitchen that is made specifically for doordash grubhub uber eats and the like right it is fucking weird yeah yeah kinda kinda Mm -hmm. Um, because like even in some restaurants like I said like um, Buffalo Wild Wings, like they'll sell their burgers, but they at least branded theirs. And then, like, it says, like, like whatever burger by Buffalo Wild Wings. But I think mm-hmm. there was somebody had ordered a burger from Denny's and then ordered a burger from this other restaurant. They got both of the burgers and looked at them, and it was the same fucking burger. 
to kind of sort of say Denny's is serving as a ghost kitchen for this other random brand. Or right. again, it may have been too like maybe they just didn't say up front that hey, this is a Denny's subsidiary if you only want burgers from a place. Right. And and like you know how like certain places will be like you know how like Walmart will have like a subway there or a McDonald's there. There are like Walmarts that are having like ghost kitchens where aren't they're actually named ghost kitchens, which is weird. Um, where they'll just sell you different food. Like, here's the menu. Here's some popular items. Like, you can get, like, Cheesecake Factory Cheesecake. Or you can you can get, like, a slice of Cheesecake Factory Cheesecake. Or A&W, like, Float. Or you might get, like, like, um, steamed buns. Or, you know, basically, like, smaller, like, chain items. Okay, that's like, just fucking weird. Where it's like I've seen, well, I'm look, I pulled up an article where it's like you can get like bubble tea or salads or Quiznos sandwiches or Cinnabon or you know basically have items from different brands and that's regional weird. chains, that's weird. and then you could just be able to just order whatever you want. And I'm like, I want, I want, I want, you know what I want just based off of that description. I just want a Yum Brands restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. Where in the same order, I can order like a bucket of chicken mm-hmm. and like a quesarito mm-hmm. and some cinnamon sticks in one order and they have DoorDash bring it to my house. Mm-hmm. Also, kind of also reminds me of those. Like KFC Taco Bells. That well, that's literally what I was describing, but just not calling it that. Yeah, it's like it's it. It was. I went to one of those, and it like it broke my brain because it was like I could get chicken and tacos. Hell yeah, man! I mean, I'm down, but do I? (laughs) Is that what I want? Get a cheese pizza with chicken tent with potato wedges on it. I don't know who would eat that, but oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, totally that, yeah again, that was the reference for Yum Brands. Yum Brands owns yeah. KFC, Pizza, and Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell. Yeah, it was like you can get chicken pizza and tacos. It's a so it's a stoner's dream. <laughs> I mean, yeah. not just stoners. I don't get high, but I'd eat the. Not not just not just stoners, not just but also stoners. stoners. Yeah, like I ain't gonna exclude them, but I'm I'm just saying they're a part of the equation. I'm man. just saying I don't smoke weed. Uh, I, I will throw down all three. <laughs> talk about it's father picky. Yeah, split restaurants. Yeah. As a picky mm-hmm. eater, I am a fan of split restaurants. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we still got some shit to go through. Um, Lightning round again, <laughs> again for sin to say like, look, I'm just gonna sit silent for this. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, BMW starts selling heated seat subscriptions for eighteen dollars a month. Microtransactions for the car. Well, that. <laughs> 
Vince's like, I'm out. We know. Well, look, I figured out where John Vicatello went, but it was not BMW. But boy, this really screams he is. It's like Seam Seamer. Who got the heat in my Beamer? <laughs> this subscription for $18 a month. Mm-hmm. You, you too warm, can warm you want, your buns. You want warm yeeks? You got to pay. You got to pay. You want you want your buns toasted? Pay up. Okay, a monthly subscription to heat your BMW's front seats costs roughly 18 bucks with options to subscribe for a year at $180, three years at $300, or pay for the unlimited access. And notice that that's in quotations for $415. it here the fact that also like BMW, like i knew bmw was going to start because they were putting apple carplay and android auto behind a subscription and i was like what the fuck even are we doing that needs to be standard like what are we doing no that's 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 a part of the car what are we doing <laughs> it's the way that they're turning owning a vehicle into adobe and adobe cc account and i fucking hate it yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you, that's what I'm saying. Like, see, since we st- since we stopped having uh, car sales, like like gear and clearances, they they feel comfortable in doing that. And you have to speak with your money. See, and BMW sp- was been, BMW, like like I said, BMW's been going this way. Hmm. Um. I know we had that article. Why does I feel like I hear an echo for some reason? Like it's me. Like when I talk, I hear it. It's weird. I don't know. Anyway, um, like I know we had the article about Subaru, and I think it was like the remote start, where the dude was like, if he bought his car in another city, he would have had remote start. Or was it he? I can't remember. It because I know it was like an issue with his remote start, and like it depended on where either where he bought it or where he lived it either activated or deactivated his remote start <sighs> um let's see here there was something I These people are gonna have you riding around in like angular cardboard boxes or whatever. And then being like, for $18 a month, you can also have a windshield. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was about to read a chat here. Um, I hate that they're taking things that were included and adding subs. Soyota is going to charge for remote start after one year on new cars. Like, what the fuck even? Actually, I think. I think remote start for my car is free from it, it was included with my car for three years and I'm going to have to pay a subscription to continue to do it from my phone, which isn't too bad. Like one, I don't use it as much to where like, I feel like I would be hurt if I lost it, but it's still that thing of man, it sure would be nice as shit to have if it was still there. Hopefully it will still tell me when my car is running low on gas because I definitely use that. I, I love the notification on my phone. Is like, hey, dude, you really need to go out and put gas in your car. Mm-hmm. 
at this point, just give me a basic card. Don't put extra stuff in there to charge me later. Susan, can I get a bare bones car? You supply the airbags and I'll add the electronics. <sighs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to sit there and acquiesce to that. It's the thing of you going to sell me a fucking car and all that shit you put in it. You need to sell that to me at the time in which I buy the car. There is no DLC for my fucking car. I'm not going to give up all my bells and whistles. Like, yeah, fuck that. Because I need my, I need, I need my electric adjustable seat. I need my adaptive cruise control and I need my Apple CarPlay um, Android Auto. The fuck? I'm going to say to say, give me a basic car so you can't charge me. No, you're going to give me the features and you're going to charge me in the price of the fucking vehicle for me to have mm-hmm. it forever in perpetuity. That's why, that's why, that's why you have to, that's why I have to get respectfully mad and be like, hey, fuck you. Respectfully. Yeah. Like I am disrespectfully. What do yeah, you I, mean? I, I, I can't be yeah, like for me, and like I understand like people just want basic cars to just drive back and forth. But it's a thing of Yeah. But I that's, mean if they want but I mean if they want those, right? Then they buy the base those model. cars that don't have those features. It's a base model. But, but you're not gonna, my, you're not about to rent me Apple CarPlay. Right. The fuck? If my right. If the, it like it's a thing of if it's on the disc, why are you charging me the DLC? Exactly. If this on shit this is DLC. built in my car, like right. I can see if I had to buy a module to go in to heat my seats. If I, if you had to go in and switch my seats out to give me heated seats, but the fucking heater is in my car already. Mm-hmm. It's already in there. The fuck you mean? I got to rent it. Like it, it still baffles me even with Tesla. The fact that the car has all the senses, everything it needs to do autopilot. You have to buy autopilot and it is literally an in-app purchase in the car because if you activate it, it's going to say, hey, you just bought um, autopilot. There are people already hacking cars to get features anyway. Like I think Honda has a big scene for that. Um, but yeah, this is this is fucking dumb. Like the pirate bay will literally just be a um a tra- like a, a trailer just driving around from town to town, giving you free access to your car. Need to do a root. Need to hit it with a uh, root access for your for your heated seats. Make sure you not change you your password. To, not you like wiring your car to to like a Linux system and using sudo for heating. You gotta you gotta go you gotta go to the mall you gotta go to the mall to jailbreak your car. Sudo app get BMW dash heat. The way this is about yeah. to actually be Blade Runner. You gotta go. You gotta go to that one key. You gotta go to that one kiosk in the mall and be like, "Hey yo, uh, unlock my unlock my car for me, please." It's getting cold. Winter's coming. <laughs> <sighs> Jerry is already a reality. Everything we've described here, it's definitely things that are happening in real life right now. 
Yeah, that every article was not a fantasy. That is shit that's happening right now in South Korea. Yeah, every Jerry, day, every day. Jerry, we're not laughing because we think it's funny. We're laughing because the option, the other option, is to break things immediately. I just got here. Every every day feels like an episode of Black Mirror on the cutting room floor, but. Either it's a real episode or it's an episode that they haven't written yet. <laughs> Let's see. Verizon launches lower cost. Welcome unlimited plan. Essentially. Hey, uh, remember when we had unlimited and they took that shit a fucking way? Maybe we shouldn't have taken it away. Mm-hmm. Just going to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Verizon's not your speed. Hey, T-Mobile. Takes the cake again for the best 5G speeds and availability. And a um, third-party test. An actual cake. (laughs) Um, Apparently AT&T. Ooh, my bad. Apparently AT&T got none of the awards. Verizon at least has the best 5G gaming experience and 5G voice app experience. So. T-Mobile speeds are faster. Download and upload. 5G availability, 40. 5G reach. Verizon just edged out T-Mobile and AT&T, but it's nice to see that they're all pretty much on par. <laughs> T-Mobile win in BS. Well, the T-Mobile win is BS. Oh, um, apparently AT&T won an availability. Um, and I think this is for 4G, maybe? Z-Mobile still taking in more of those awards, even under 4G. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for a phone to put on your T-Mobile network for winning all those awards, you won't be able to put the Nothing phone on it. Um, again, just highlighting dope shit today. The Nothing phone was um, officially launched this week. Will not be available in America but the way this phone looks really cool, it looks like a cool fucking iPhone. With the so, and if you didn't know, these little glyphs back here, like this white line that's on the black here, you can barely see it on the white. These are actually part of the notifications. This will tell you um, how much charge you got on your phone. Actually, these lights actually do get used for a flash. Hmm. And in this top right corner here, there's a red light that turns on when your camera's on so that way people know that you're recording. Mama, it looks like a really cool, like a, a very clear iPhone. And I thought that was pretty cool. Just wanted to include it because mm-hmm. it just looks cool. I like, I like seeing the coil in it. I'm like, Ooh, it's wireless yeah. charging. Ooh. This thing is just, it's just fucking cool, man. Unfortunately, it's not coming over to the state. So say it. Yep. Now, Ooh, can you import it? Probably could. Like, I imagine it would still work on U.S. networks. Um, but, yeah. 
-hmm. Bluetooth LE audio standard has been finalized and it's ready for Android 13 with some big improvements. Um, the big thing I, I wanted to talk about this one is there is a technology called AuraCast, which works like Wi-Fi, where one device can actually pair multiple Bluetooth devices to it so everybody can hear the same thing. That's pretty neat. Now, I mean, of course, it's like if everybody like if everybody wanted to, you know, like listen to the same music, if you have like one of those silent raves or something, or you go to like a museum, you do the audio tours. But the one the thing that caught my attention with this was this image in particular. Unfortunately, I don't think I can make it any bigger. That's about as big as I can make it. But as you can see here, like they're using cochlear implants for people who are hard of hearing to be able to plug in to the person who's speaking. I'm sorry, I'm pointing at my monitor, but realizing nobody can really see that. To the person who's speaking and having the audio being broadcast over Bluetooth to everybody else who is using a listening device. Like you've got the AirPods over here, but you've got these cochlear implants that are also receiving the Bluetooth signal and allowing mm -hmm. people who are hard of hearing to be able to hear the speaker without having to turn up and without having to turn everything up or to amplify a voice. So being able to use Orcast would be useful in situations like that. And I thought that was actually pretty impressive, pretty cool and would love to see this being used. So yeah, new Bluetooth standards coming out. Really excited. I'm just putting this chart up here. I'm just putting this article up here saying, hey, if you are not backing up your shit, please do. But it's good to see that in like the past 15 years, there have been more and more people who are backing up their data. Um, they see in 2008, there were like 35% of people who weren't backing up data. That's actually dropped in 14 years to down to 20%. So good job, everybody. You need to talk to your friends that let this last 20% tell them to look back up your data. Um, I had a conversation with my manager today and they were like, for IT, they are now at a point where it's like, hey, you know what? We could back up your data for the comp like for data retention purposes, but it's like, you know what? Nah, we're good. Y'all responsible for your own data. So um, hey, VPNs, please use a VPN, but also just know that not every VPN is protecting your data like you think they are. Um, of course, um, Congress has been reaching out to VPNs and hey, um, y'all not really telling the whole story when it comes to trying to protect people's data online. Um... Also, there was a 2021 white paper by Consumer Reports that detailed that a lot of VPNs, especially the popular ones, were not doing the things that they said they were doing. Um, they recommended three VPNs, um, three VPN networks that were um, good to go, that were good to go. Uh, or, sorry, this was Consumer Reports. Um, 2018 um, article that came out. It um, says VPN. I um, no, that's not it. Where is it? 
Oh, there we go. Um, let's see. Here's the VPN article. Yeah, so Mulvad, and this came out December 7th, 2021, so close to when that um that white paper was written. Mulvad IVPN and Mozilla's VPN top consumer reports. Um, I am actually considering switching over from ExpressVPN to Mozilla at this point because it is cheaper and it's cheaper, it's open source, and um, it they actually do regular um, security audits to make sure that everything is good to go. So yeah, here's ExpressVPN, no accurate representation, it's not open source, and it's not had a recent security audit. Um, but yeah, the three that have gotten all four, or gotten all three check boxes, or IVPN, Mozilla VPN, and Molvad. IVPN and Mozilla, um, I think are US-based, or at least they charge in US dollars. Molvad um, is more European-centric. It, they charge in Euros. Mm-hmm. Windows 8.1 is slowly walking out the door. Users have begun seeing warnings that it is not going to be supported anymore because of course they have a when microsoft does have a worse operating system that can take its place it's known as windows 11 if you want the worst operating system that is still mm-hmm. technically up to date windows 11 is the os for you yep and if you're having to abandon abandon windows 8 and your machine will not install windows 11 or anything else might i recommend chrome os flex now available for everybody, you can transform your Mac or PC into a Chromebook uh, fairly easily. Ew. But why? Mm. <laughs> Moving over to games, it, of course, you know we've got white, we've got folks of a specific persuasion doing things they should probably not be doing because, again, they refuse to hire some folks. Um, Atlanta phase apologize for misogynist, misogynistic, misguided tweet after backlash. Again, do not understand how you were in Atlanta and you couldn't find anybody, any, literally anybody who could have told you that was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Atlanta face has issued an apology for a tweet that drew some backlash in the community saying it has been handled internally. Of course, the tweet is just for people who would like to know. Um, essentially asking their um, followers, how many drinks would it take to take, I guess, one of these four, one of these eight ladies home? Like, why? Just why? Uh, pull the plugs. <laughs> All right, we'll do. Um, somebody needed to abandon Namco. Um, also, I'm mad that because Bandai Namco recently put out Elden Ring. All the reports on this is a like, Elden Ring publisher. Bandai Namco puts out other games too, you know. I'm just saying. They really do. 
Um, but Elden Ring publisher Bandai Namco was reportedly hit by a ransomware attack. To which Bandai Namco confirmed they were being they have been hacked, and they are investigating potential customer information leak. <sighs> There is a possibility this includes custom information the publisher admitted today in a statement passed to Eurogamer. The publisher of Dark Souls, Elden Ring, and Soul Calibur, I mean Tekken, numerous Dragon Ball Z titles, Pac-Man, um, is now currently identifying the status about existence of leakage, scope of the damage, and investigating the cause. The attack itself took place on July 3rd, Bandai Namco has now admitted well over a week before reports began to circulate that a ransomware group was preparing to release the data it had harvested from Bandai Namco servers. Today's statement does not make clear when exactly Bandai Namco realized that servers had been breached. The company has since taken measures to stop further attacks and is working to strengthen security, it said, while offering apologies to anyone affected. Hmm. Companies will only spend money to fix the problem once it becomes a problem and not before because, you know, being preventative is not a company's best interest. Stairs in Texas. Uh. Mm -hmm. Good news for me and all those Metal Gear fans out there. Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 is coming back to sale. Now, it's not that it's being sold in new places. They're just being returned back to the stores which they were taken from. Um, the like, um, a tweet from the official Metal Gear account celebrating the 35th anniversary of the series mentioned... We ask for your patience as preparations are underway to make the temporarily removed titles available again. This likely refers to Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3, which were removed from digital stores last year due to licensing issues with the historical footage utilized. Mm, excuse me. So, um, oh, and there we go. We are currently working on renewing the license for, uh, for select historical archive footage used in game. Therefore, we have made the temporary decision to begin. Sus okay. This is actually the tweet from, um, when they took the games down. I did not know those games came out on the 3DS. Hmm. Who knew? Nintendo Japan recognized the same-sex marriage despite Japanese law empowering, quote, each and every one of our unique employees, end quote. A new section called Introduction of a Partnership System notes that since March 2021, employees in domestic partnership with, same, with the same-sex partner have the same benefits as employees in an opposite-sex marriage. Quote, we have also established that a common law marriage between couples will be observed in the same way as a legal marriage, end quote. Um, just, just last month, the court upheld a ban on same-sex marriages in a lawsuit in the Osaka District Court, ruling that under the Constitution, the, de the definition... Uh, 
fuck worse. The definition of marriage did not extend to same-sex partnerships. Transgender people are also required to be surgically sterilized under Japanese law if they want legal recognition of their gender identity, but Nintendo messaged but Nintendo's message intended instead promotes gender diversity. So I saw something earlier that someone from my company published, and this is the thing I don't, this is the frustration that I have with things like this, which first thing, good on Nintendo, right? For this, right? You're not gonna hear me say a lot of good things about, you know, in general corporations and giving them cookies and stuff, but unfortunately, I'm we're gonna be saying that for a while now because you keep running into these situations where Govern well, you see how powerful companies are at this point because governments keep doing things to strip human rights from people, and companies have to make a statement. And the statements that they end up making are basically, I mean, we don't have to listen to you, it's not like we have to deal with penalties, and it's not like we have to deal with fines. Or like we can deal with fines all day because people are gonna buy our stuff, so that's the thing, but it bothers me that we're gonna see so much of what are basic human rights wrapped up in the companies that we work for or the places that like our workplaces. Kind of like how people are dealing with them for things like insurance and healthcare and all of that stuff now we also have to deal with like are you like are you like an lgbtqia plus person you have to be careful about what company you work for because they're literally at this point defending you from the government for basic stuff like getting like medical care and health care and uh, having same-sex relationships and just things that are absolutely no one's business but we've decided that this is a thing that they've decided this is the thing that they're going to like get in the way of or whatever like of all the things that Nintendo should be making a statement about Publicly, it shouldn't be a stance against like the literal government of the country they're in going. Yeah, so like same sex people are going to be cool here. And if you decide to come for them, you're going to have to come for all of us. Indeed. And the problem is that all of it leaves a paper trail for tracking because best believe if they're going to be doing these things, it has to be trackable stuff. And mm -hmm. that also becomes an issue because there are things that people should just have access to and it shouldn't depend on what their gender or orientation is. But I'm but like because the government keeps making ridiculous laws about it. Companies have to document this stuff and then be like, well, we decided to go, we're going to fight it. So whatever. Just please. Also, what's up to call? 
Oh. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah, we've been here a while. <laughs> lightning round. Yeah, lightning round part two. Even Major. faster. Um, well, the good news is you got to the last thing that I wanted to make any hardcore commentary on. So, like, feel free to speed right on through. Yeah, this next one here, I don't know, I included it, but um, PlayStation Stars loyalty program has been announced where you can earn loyalty points to redeem for PSN funds and digital collectibles. Maybe eventually they'll let you buy a PS5. Mm -hmm. But by the time you could get enough stars, I guess, to buy PS5, they're not making, they wouldn't be making PS4 games anymore. <laughs> so I guess you'd be kind of stuck. Yeah. Now, when EA doing good things, especially Bioware, Dragon Age Bad. and Mass Effect DLC made free as EA finally ditches Bioware points. So, hey, if you got some um, Origin games that are assistant or you got some old EA games just sitting around or Bioware games sitting around, you just want some of that DLC? There. you go you have it now but we now know where that ea evil went uh oh went to unity and boy this motherfucker looks tired they must, some someone done something to him i remember he used to be long, younger than this when he was at ea uh -huh. unity ceo sparks fury by saying developers who don't consider monetizing are fucking idiots are they though but are they now they're saying that in the context of his overall statement, it's more of a, Hey, things are, things are evolving and, you know, should look into some way to try to get money from your content. If that's what your main goal is. Look at skate. Look at the next skate game. It's going to be free to play. But hey, they put the microtransactions in there that we know they can make money, even though the game is going to be free to play. People are moving towards that model. Look at mobile games. So you'd be a fucking moron if you didn't think about monetization. Come on, what are you doing? Yeah, Not young, I was customers. surprised too. I was fucking surprised too. Because I, I swear I asked, what the fuck happened to this dude? Yep. The ones that are not, exactly. The ones that are not, like, I just, I just finished playing a Unity game today. Power Wash Simulator is a Unity game. This is coming like a couple of days after Unity and some other company. I forget what the company's name was. Uh, Iron Source. Yeah. Um, the CEO's comments aren't the only thing that Unity uses that only, that has Unity uses heated up. The company also recently announced that it's entered into a merger with Iron Source, a creator of Install Core, an application that's commonly known for being used to install malware. Again, I mentioned, I think I mentioned oh. at the top of the show, 
you think I'd have known where John Riccatello went just based off of the news that Unity and Iron Source were getting together. Wait, what are we talking about here? The same article with Unity? Yeah. I'm just sitting here and I'm like, people make games for very different reasons. Like, that was a whole comment that you could have kept to yourself. Especially when you have the spectrum of games like Elden Ring that have no microtransactions. That are like, do, like it's either the or one of the most popular games of the year. You know, mm-hmm. as far as sales and stuff go. And right. then you have games like Diablo Immortal where people were just like, you are literally having me pay for character levels and armor. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. And it's just like... Mm-hmm. To say... To say that people are... And I'm not going to use that word because it's ableist and we're just not, and we're not going to do that here, right? To say that these people are like to insult these people's intelligence just because they don't want to do things, especially, you know, again, context is important. People are literally watching over an abundant, excessive amounts of greed and capitalism destroy everything that they love. And you told these people, well, you're going to have to adapt to that, like reality being there. And if you don't, that you're not going to succeed. And it's kind of like some people just want to make a whole game and not have to have y'all pay for extensive DLC or for things that are considered basic features. I mean, people it, like that as a game still exist and they can be successful if they do that. And for some people, it's something that they have opted as a point of discipline and principle not to consider. That comment did not have to come out of your mouth. It's like going to YouTube or searching on Google and seeing this. Just because it's the way it's going does not necessarily mean you have to go that way. It's it's that whole argument with the algorithm again. 100 tips and 10 minutes to improve your Twitch stream. Pokemane's mm. top five tips for small streamers. And it's, and it's which the was same made thing. two years ago. Which yep. again, two years ago you were not small. Right. It's like or things that typically wouldn't work for me that would work for them. That happens a lot. Don't like, start streaming before watching this. Mm-hmm. Oops. I'm, a, I'm like four years too late. 20 stream tips grow? to improve your stream. Seven crucial Twitch growth tips for small streamers in 2022. Mm-hmm. Like, have a schedule. Post on social media. <laughs> 
How now this Play. is this is the lovely one. How to talk while streaming, five tips to avoid silence. I literally will play American Truck Simulator and sit in fucking silence and will tell you that's what I'm going to do. The fuck do I care? That part. The way I literally I the way I can literally sit this and Jerry can contest to this. It's like I will literally sit there in silence and then like every now and again I look at the chat and just be like, all right, nobody's talking. Back in silence again. And I look at the chat. Hey, good. Talk chit chat with them for a while. Silence. Chit chat. Silence. I don't care. I be vi- exactly. I be vibing, you know? Y'all come to the vibe of me, you know? You know. Get a praise break in. Exactly. Get a praise break in. You know, hand clap. Somebody do something awesome. We do a hand clap. We stop. We do a hand clap of praise. You know, that's that's what we that's what we about. You know, thirty two easy tips to grow from zero viewers on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Have a personality. The best part is have a personality. Yeah, I ain't got that. No, no. Wait, hold on. Have a personality that isn't being angry at first person shooters. That part. Oh, that one. I'm tell you right have. now, because nothing, because nothing, re- nothing really irks me. Like watching a content creator being angry at the game that they keep playing. It's like you're playing a game that you hate. Why? <laughs> play games I, you I like. Can, rule number one. Like play games that you like. Rule number one. Enjoy the games that you like. Rule number two. If a game makes you feel bad, don't play that game. This like how many tr- times? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I'm just saying. Like there'll be many a times where I'll be sitting in like stunned silence, watching, and they'll just be watching my character uh, in Monster Hunter do these amazing, awesome things, and then I'll be like, "Yes!" and then back to vibing again. <laughs> this one trick will make you a famous streamer. Hmm. And get mad when someone tells you to play something else. We ain't trying to watch. Folks be miserable. Jerry, yes. We ain't trying to. We ain't trying to be. We ain't trying to watch people be miserable out here in these streets. Like I, I literally, I literally play one game and be like, yeah, I ain't feeling this. (laughs) And then I'll go play something else. And then I'll go back to playing Ooblets, which is a joy. What he disagrees. He says, don't network. Do do not do this with the X over the network. It's how to actually grow on Twitch 2022. I feel like people say that and don't understand what those words mean. I kind of want to watch those, but I know if I watch it, I'm going to be mad. It's a thing of I would like to watch these and make a video just like either proving I've already done it and nothing is really happening in like the years I've been doing it or just to make real huge fun of it just for shits and giggles. Cause I get people like, again, the only content I like to make is just things that I, that I find entertaining to me. So I would like to go through these is like make a list and I, I almost like, I just want to clip like these parts of those videos where they say, Hey, do this things. All right. I've done it. We're here. Okay, so mm. I made a whole Twitter thread on this. And I will make 
I will go ahead and repost it here if anybody has a question about it. But I will tell y'all once again, because this is the same thing that applies to like careers and work and everything else. There are strategies to do everything. There are a lot of them and there are a lot of common experiences that people have. But those things are usually, one, they're contextual, two, they're nuanced, and three, most important, they all apply to people of a certain size. Let me explain this to In you. In a certain hue? Y'all are over here. Well, no, not even, I'm, I'm, <laughs> he was always on the table, but I'm not going to call that out just this once. Aww. It's one of those things like y'all will come over here and have like a smooth five concurrent viewers, but then ask a person with like a thousand people as viewers per stream, hey, what should I be doing right now? That's not something you should be doing right now at five. That's something that you should be doing. Like when you're in the hundred somewhere, what you should be doing at five is experimenting because you literally can't do anything wrong. There's nothing that you can do so bad that it'll ruin anything. And that's a wonderful time to go. What do I like? What kind of style do I have? What kind of stuff do I want to learn? What kind of things do I want to branch into? What do I feel comfortable and energized by playing? What do I find frustrating or draining? What kind of energy do I want to bring to the stream? You don't even need to think about networking at that point. You need to think about what is fun for you to do and how long does it make sense for you to do those things. And that's it. The things that you need to be doing or working on are things that are a function of time and size and a whole bunch of other things. And people try to take things from the top of the mountain and apply it when you're still in the base of the mountain in the woods. Like, stop doing that. And see, the, even then, too, there are, like, a couple of videos that say, hey, um, Ninja said that, like, 99% of streamers will never make it. So why the fuck like, are you doing it? Just go home. Just, like... For or example, why do you I need have... to stop streaming in 2020? Look, please, just just don't. Just, just, just look, don't even worry. Just stop streaming. Why do you need to stop streaming in 2020 if it's impacting your mental health? The end. But also, like, there's a key light I have up here. You want to know when I bought that key light? The end of last year. I've been out here. Okay, yeah, this doing... one, this one is about hours. We've been out here just like. I've been hanging out streaming and started with a, like a laptop like four years and some change ago. And it took me until this year to start going. Maybe I should invest in something that helps me with lighting because I spend a lot of time on camera, both on work, at work, and on stream. And it's worth enough to invest that stuff. There are people who go in and go ham with like a Yahoo address and a dream and have spent thousands of dollars on equipment for things that they just like, oh, you know something? I've determined that with schedule and everything else, streaming really isn't for me. Breathe. Breathe. <sighs> Seriously, Jerry, just like Jerry Bunn is saying it right there. Just be personable and like what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Start there. Start there. Yep. Just stream. Pick a schedule. Do what you need to do and have a good time and play games that you like to play. Done. Enjoy the process. You know? Doesn't matter if you got one person or 100 people in your stream. Enjoy the process. That's it. Enjoy the process. 
love on your community and they will love on you back. I'm living proof of this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now I know I don't have chapters, but I mean, if you gonna do this, like I, come on, at least just have chapters. Just, just... yeah, I'm wondering if his yeah, thing for not networking me. is like, like don't do what you think is networking, just dumping links and just not. I don't know, uh, but the answer. Ruins question from earlier. John Rictello joined or became the CEO of Unity in 2014. <sighs> I mean, Tycho, we, we, we now have guest spots available. You just got to let me know when you're available. We look, yes. we got, we can, we can, we can, we, we now have the technology. And the knowledge, right. which is just essentially me deciphering Anka's mm-hmm. Photoshop file. Michael, pull up. Pull up. We we have one guest. We're looking for more guests. Again, and I've said it before, if y'all are if y'all have any suggestions for who we want who y'all would like to see on the show, please let us know. Mm-hmm. I'd um, love to have Sonny back again. For an act for um, a proper show. Yeah, like I, you know, I know some folk who do people we do. Have wanted to see a, a a podcast with Tycho and Sin. Yes. Wait, do you want what now? A, a podcast with you two, with the level of rants that both of y'all have, like just just to have y'all there, like Kevin, I just like sit. I I would probably commission Anka to make a specific overlay so y'all have the big cameras and Kevin and I just sitting with small cameras just at the bottom somewhere and just let y'all go at it. Yeah, we'll make that we'll make that work. Put that together. All right, let's moving on. Moving on to streaming news so we can get up out of here finally. <laughs> Shit. Instagram gets serious about streaming with OBS and StreamYard integration for desktop. So now, now you can actually set up your big, beautiful setup and put it on Instagram. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen people doing them like TikTok and Instagrams, them TikTok uh, streams. And I'm thinking like, I want to try it on off day. Excuse me. Want to do that? Might want to do that. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, it's time to find out whether or not Twitch did it again. And they did. Twitch reducing payout threshold for streamers will soon be $50 minimum. That's a great thing. That's a great thing. Because... The amount of people who like have been sitting on like eighty dollars, ninety dollars, ninety-five dollars, and like like hoping, praying that they get a good hype train that could push it over, and then being like, Oh great, you got you got it. Now you gotta wait another month. So now this is great because people would get more consistent payouts. You know, it, sometimes it could be like, oh, it's 50, 55, might be 60, 
could be 70 you know could be the hundred dollars but at least the threshold is is small enough to where they it, people will get more consistent payments per year like well, they, they made yeah so they made enough um jerry says so they made enough interest off of holding folks payments maybe in the following countries Argentina, Italy, Japan, Mexico, Spain, and Taiwan. Because those right. are the countries that will start seeing the new $50 uh, payouts on mm-hmm. July 15th. Other countries right. will follow in the coming months until November. So they're hoping by November they should have it rolled out um, worldwide. Right. So, like, my question here, right, is, you know, some people have the occasional issue with frequency, but more people have an issue with ratio. I'm like, Twitch, why did we do this? Not that it's bad, but why did you do this? What is what what does this serve here? Because who was asking for that? Who is it? What fifty the fifty dollar minimum? Yeah. Me? No, who isn't asking for it? Oh, who isn't? Oh, I don't know. Because I I, I, the, the, like, I, feel like the answer to this question is like, literally anybody who wants to get paid faster and more frequently. Yeah. Like, the yeah. thing is, asking to get paid faster or more frequent, well, like, the thing is, between people who have been, like, from what I've seen anyway, for people who have asked for, like, payment things, they spent more of their time going. I put all of this into the platform. And so to do that, right, to get to this number, let's say it's a hundred, it currently it's a hundred dollars. For you to do yes. that, I have to hit 40 subs to do that because there's only half of that, because I only get half that money or whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like You know, if you're out here trying to get paid faster and the concern is like trying to hit this payment threshold, like, Mm -hmm. are you going to, like, how often are you going to hit the, let me see, would be 20 people? This is like, are people just running around and dropping 20 subs on your channel on a regular basis? Yeah. That's why I'm like, you know, if you really truly want to like give love and support creators, because there's, because there's also that, and then there's also, like, sure, I'm getting access to money faster, but in each of those cases, I'm going to be getting about, unless I'm, like, do, like in the middle of a really good flow most of the time, I'm getting about half of whatever that is. Mm-hmm. But I still think the argument is too... I mean, I don't see how that's an issue. That's almost like me complaining. I get... Instead of getting paid once a month, I get paid four times a month. But a quarter of that pay... A quarter of my paycheck with each pay... With with each paycheck. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, it's almost like for me, like, I don't see the issue... Sorry, I'm logging into Twitch. Give me a second. Um, oh, that's why. 
Don't don't do it. Don't do what? Like it, it's a thing of like I don't see how that's an issue if you're getting paid twice as much or getting paid twice as often for the same amount. I'm not. It's on a screen y'all can't see. Also, okay. y'all out here thinking I'm just like like I ain't born yesterday. Right. Like I do this for a living. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. However, but, they um, do make it really difficult to find the information you're looking for. Yeah. But like I, I, I do I joke I, I joke about the fact I, I joked about the fact that yeah, I'm still not getting paid, but honestly, I haven't even looked to see. Mm-hmm. And I honestly I, don't know where to look now because they've changed this thing so fucking much. I think I I think I know. I think it's like you go into analytics. Oh, view my payouts. That's yeah. Um, and see, the thing is, I wish they would show like how much you've made since the last payout. Okay. Never, oh, they do. There's a button for that now. Oh, sweet. So if they did roll it out in the US, I would have gotten a check. <laughs> yeah, same. I Yeah, if they had rolled if they had rolled it out like this month, yeah, I would have got I would I too would have gotten a check. It's been a while since I've checked because I don't I do not get paid that often and honestly, it's a thing of like I do not care. Like go again, going to John Vicatello saying that, "Hey, you should care about monetization as opposed to just doing it for the fucking art." The people who are telling you this is what you do to this is what you need to be this is what you need to do to be successful on in, insert platform here. I don't do it for the money, so I'm not necessarily looking. Like when PayPal sends me a hundred bucks, like, oh surprise money today. Um, but yeah, like I, I like they change it so often. I don't know where to look, and I did not they this button like this link I clicked to see how much I've got to go to a payout is new. I have not seen this before. I had to eyeball it and was wrong many times. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, I don't see how, yeah, this is an issue for people who are consistently getting a hundred bucks and getting paid at a hundred as opposed to getting it at 50. I'm curious about, like, I don't know if, Twitch takes out taxes for each of those either, so that's also a thing. Um. Well, according to this page, I'm not. They're not withholding any taxes from me. Because um, you get weird. Could you get weird numbers? Like you think it would be even, given that we have half the stuff, but it's just like fifty dollars and forty-two cents. You're just like, how did this happen? Well, I mean, with bits and stuff, right? Because it would like by the time it triggers you don't it's not like an even 100 because let's say if you were like at 99.72 and all of a sudden like a a reoccurring sub kicked in like then it will send you like 104 72 or some shit uh but yeah looking at my withholding rates which again that's new too um there's no royalty withholding tax and no service withholding tax on that so I would get 
the full. I'm assuming if this is right and I, they switched over, I would be getting 5774. Let's see, the last time I got paid, I don't know, something did get taken out because in November I got paid $99.48. Because at this point, that just also means, oh, they get the tax returns. But it doesn't say anything got taken out. I don't know. But like, I got $99.48. I will gladly consider that 100 bucks. I do not care. Um,. Actually, I guess we'll see how I got paid I twice we'll in 2021. Oh, oh, I think I know what happened. Because things happened in June of 2020, and money started pouring in at a fairly regular rate at one point. Between Twitch and Extra Life. I'm curious about basically how things are going to go. Like, I have some thoughts here, and most of it is going to be people who are already. It'll it'll feel like a boost to people who already kind of uh, like for people who are like right in the middle where they're not getting like tons of things all the time, but they have like a consistent amount of subs at about ten or so. Like it'll be things like. This is going to be nice and it doesn't feel like this interminably long waiting time. I'm curious about how to see how it'll impact everybody else along the way, but I mean I feel like we'll see we'll see what this report looks like, you know, I guess in November. We'll come back to this in November and see how it goes. I mean I feel like what it will do will encourage more people to stream at that point. If I know I don't have to wait as long as oh man, I got this check and it's like it's fifty bucks. Okay, like I don't have to it may change that narrative of having to work as hard. Well, I mean, I mean, at this point, the narrative isn't even working hard anymore. It's fighting ads. Am I right? <sighs> Again, I do not do this to get paid. I, I got to just keep reminding myself, I do not do this to get paid. Because, oh, I just, if I, if I did not have to run that shit, I swear. But. Y'all would never see an ad on this damn platform. I mean, on my streams. Amen. Um, but yeah, um, I guess we'll be back here with this in November, and we'll also be back in September to talk about this Twitter case. Yep. Um, last bit of news so we can get the fuck up out of here. Place in deals this week. PlayStation Plus games catalog lineup for July. Stray Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade. And Marvel's Avengers, um, looks like some Assassin's Creed getting thrown up in there, and Saints Row Four. Also, nice little local, chunk of games right there. Local Roco Midnight Carnival. And I'm so I'm trying to figure out like what this means because you know they restarted, they like rebooted the PlayStation Plus thing, right? Uh huh. So she says, today we're happy to reveal the inaugural game catalog lineup for the all-new PlayStation Plus, which will be available to play for extra and premium members on July 19th. It's headlined by the much-anticipated feline Adventure Stray, which makes its debut as part of the catalog. 
Also featured in this month's game catalog lineup are Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade, Marvel's Avengers, five Assassin's Creed titles, and two Saints Row titles. You can take a look at the full list below. PlayStation Plus Premium members can also enjoy classic games, No More Heroes, PSP, Loco Roco Midnight Carnival, PSP. These titles will also be available to play on July 19th. So I guess this is their... Like this... um. Game catalog is their Game Pass? Yeah. That's what I'm starting to think. I never really got the whole thing. I, I, I don't understand what's going on here with this. But I think I think it, this is like their Game Pass and they're starting to fill out the um the lineup. Maybe maybe Young could help us out. We should we should get Young on the show so he can explain everything PS5 does. Agreed. Or ruin or ruin ruin also has a PS5. If I'm not mistaken. We got extra spots. We do. Let us know. I will show you. See see look there. Well, Sin's not here, but as you can see, there are four spots and they're open and y'all y'all can take them. It's gonna be great. Uh yeah. Sin is doing all of this, but nobody can see him do it. Sonny's picture was in the way. I'm sorry. What what happened? The overlay for the four people for the for for, the, for four people still has Sonny's picture on it because we don't use that as often. So I haven't updated it since Sonny was here. So you you, you doing this was covered by Sonny's picture. Your name was there, though. The role of Sin was being played by Sunny um, when she was here for Thursday's plays. Well, that's going to do it for us tonight. All right, look, I'm going to keep this quick. Does anybody have any shout outs? Anything that they want to plug for this coming up week? Uh, I think I think mo- I think mostly like bunch of, bunch of indie games are coming out coming out in the next couple of months. Ooblet, check out go check out Ooblets cuz Ooblets is coming out for the Switch. Uh Baron Breakfast is coming out into this month. Two Point Campus, which is like Two Point Hospital, but it's in college, so I'm looking forward to that next month. Uh yeah, just be safe and play more indie games. That's it for me. Sin, anything you got to put out there? Tabletop games with D&D Jordan Lee this weekend from Three to six on Saturday. Uh, more Hollow Knight next week on Tuesday. Um, and then a new game that I'm in called Kinetic. Wednesdays at seven PM Eastern. Dope with dope. Honey and Dice. Yeah, I would say hmm, the same excuses of yeah, I'm gonna stream this week, but then obviously not because that was supposed to be this major change when he wants to. The end. Not that. That's not the point I'm making here. The point I make, because I really wanted to stream this week, but that's not the point. The point is, yeah, I noticed an issue with my graphics card. I had to fix it. I fixed it. However, now there's just an issue with Windows 11 because, again, as I've tweeted before, Windows 11 is actually fucking shit. Um, and yes, I know people try to tell me, but I'm a hard-headed motherfucker. I'm do what I want. Um, so this week, I will probably be reinstalling Windows. <laughs> Because I'm a fucking idiot. 
not a, you're not an idiot. You're not an idiot, Major. But you now know. But you now know now. See, I have to learn. And when you I'm, know I'm, better, yeah. you will do better. Yeah. See, that's, that's see again. That's why I have people here to rearrange the words that I say to make it sound better than my bluntness. Mm-hmm. But I'm, but I'm glad. I'm glad you now know that it that Windows 11 is not ready yet. I was going to for, for I was going to like look when I fixed the driver issue. I was like, all right, man, we're good. And honestly, outside of my camera breaking, which I still think it may be something wrong with this cam link, but mm-hmm. we're going to find out because I'm going to get rid of the other variable, which is the OS at this point. Yeah. Yep. Um, we're going to find out. Um, but yeah, like I fixed the graphics drivers. Um, a couple of days ago, that was the issue with doing all the encoding and stuff with the computer. And I think was ultimately the issue with why the stream crashed last week. Because once I reinstalled the drivers, everything worked perfectly. You saw that I loaded up YouTube videos on the stream with no problem. So I solved the issue. But yeah, there will not be any streams. There will be me installing Windows 10. Um, so playing with storage stuff um but yeah that's it it's after fucking midnight it is fucking friday here on the east coast i have kept these gentlemen here way too long my ass is saying dude you got to get the fuck up so i'm going to do that thank you all for tuning into another episode of tech talk thursdays for july 14th and 15th 2022 on behalf of Kevin Kev, on behalf of Sinziak, it's your boy, Mark Summers, Major Linux, twitch.tv slash Major Linux, and all I've got left to say to you and the people is I love you. And peace. How? Under forever. <laughs>